Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am your co-host Scott. With me, as always, is my main man Mike, and this is Craft Brewed Sports. Mike, let's tap this keg of sports knowledge. You pump, I pour. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure. The ceiling is the roof. What a fucking shit show to start this show. Wow, man. couldn't even get into the show without a train wreck. <sighs> this is uh, our third or fourth take coming in, guys. Yeah. Welcome you to you the don't show. get to hear the other ones, but... Welcome to the show. <laughs> how are wow. you doing, man? I'm all right, bud. Other than... You? Oh, you know, I'm great now. Now that we started. Now that we started? <laughs> now that we're into this, I'm feeling good. I feel, I feel happy now. <laughs> and what the fuck is Xavier doing? Ah, uh, you know, blowing a lead to Creighton. Jesus Christ. Um, as you guys know, Xavier guy's here, and we're watching... We're recording while Xavier's playing in the semifinals of the Big East Tournament. And uh, we started... When we started the intros, they were up by seven. By the time we actually got into the show. Uh, they're now down by one. Great. Awesome. All right. Well, <laughs> Son of a bitch. Turn this game off. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> before we get too in-depth here, we got a special guest on the show we this do, week. We do. A very special guest. I'm super pumped about this. Uh, this gentleman is the host of the Loudmouth MMA podcast and the owner of the Loudmouth Network. He is a fucking marketing genius he's a, a podcast pod- guru it's unreal <laughs> that this dude is even here because i don't know how he has time to be on our we show we paid him so much <laughs> right. kyle Steele, thanks for being on the show man yeah, you should let my bank account know you guys paid me <laughs> it doesn't know yet it hasn't cleared <laughs> yeah that check has not cleared no, it's dude, not gonna clear yeah, thanks for having me on man i am a legitimate listener of the show and we appreciate that's awesome, that. man. Yes. And you guys and I proved it because I'm referencing old episodes. I'm referencing very true. Trends. Yeah, dude. I have legitimately been following you guys for a while now. That's awesome. Yeah, we that's appreciate so that. cool to hear show, that, man. Yeah. Great show. Thank you. Thank thanks you. For, and thanks for being on, man. Of yeah, sure, dude. I'm glad to be here. So you're from uh, from Dayton, correct? I am. Born and raised. Born and raised. I have not lived there my entire life, but but yeah, born and born and raised. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I, I lived in El Paso for close to five years. No shit. Younger, older, like high school age? When yeah. were you in El Paso? Uh, so I was in the Army. So I was stationed. At the oh, oh, okay. Shit. Oh, man. So after high school. So you were even more of a badass than I thought you were coming <laughs> into yeah. the show. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm about 100 pounds removed from my, from my arm. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still kill me with your thumbs if you wanted to. Oh, yeah. I was a, uh, I was a paralegal. So, you know, <laughs> I, I, can, I can kill you with a pen just about. <laughs> <laughs> I will sue you to death. Yeah, I can, I'll sue you to death. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So what uh, did you play any sports growing up? So my my family is obsessed with baseball. And I and nothing wrong with that. that there's, well. there's nothing wrong with that, but for me I, I it kind of pushed me away. I was definitely that kid that like whatever uh, everybody was doing, I wanted to do the opposite. So yeah. it for for baseball um I got pushed away from it. That's for, disappointing. For no reason. Like, now I want to get into it, 
I, but I have no knowledge base anymore. You know, I understand all the rules. I, I used to umpire even after I'd stopped playing baseball. Oh, that's I why you don't like baseball. Cause that's part of it, Holy too. shit. That's, that'll, that'll kill anybody's baseball love. <laughs> yeah, part of it was umpiring. Um, my, my brother actually went to umpire school in Florida, like the one sanctioned. like where No West, shit. Yeah, where, what's his face? West, for, last name West. One of the one of the main kind of umpires. Oh, Joe West. Joe West. Yes. Yeah, he, he I know teaches there. But anyway, so he went to that school and he he runs. Um, he's like the head umpire for this organization, Beaver Creek. I used to play in as a kid, but uh, but yeah. So I kind of got like my dad. I mean, my dad threw like no hitters and perfect games in high school. You know what I mean, like that's how like big into baseball my family is. Uh, like my grandpa like had season tickets and stuff. You know, back in the. 60s, 50s. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like, it's one of those, like, my family's obsessed with baseball. So I, I, for whatever reason, I just got pushed away from it. Kind of for no reason. Like, now I'm, I'm regretting it a little bit because I I haven't followed baseball in so long. Um, but my main thing. It's always a good time to get back into it. There is. I I think (laughs) now, I think now, especially that I'm doing this podcast, so I've been just kind of hyper focusing on MMA, I can actually kind of back away from MMA a little bit. Because now I have such a knowledge base going way back that I didn't even have before I started doing the podcast. Mm. I have learned far more about MMA doing the podcast than I ever did before. I've gained knowledge about stuff that I, you know what I mean, I never would have gotten. Yeah. Right. Just by having, you know, interviewing fighters, right, mm-hmm. who have done this stuff and are telling me behind the scenes stuff and referencing fights that I've never seen before. So I've just learned so much from it. So I'm like, well, you know what, now I can actually kind of start moving away from MMA a little bit. And really start falling on the sport. But the other thing is, I play high stakes fantasy football, so that's kind of the other reason why it's hard for me to get into baseball because I'm so intent. Like when I when it's football season, yeah. Like now, now the free agency's here from now until basically the first week of the playoffs. My mind is football, <laughs> so. It's good to know that we won't invite you into our in <laughs> fantasy football because if you're like good at it, then I don't want you anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, but I'm nicknamed Dead Money in every fantasy oh, football wow. league I'm in. That's <laughs> well, you can you can I'm join awful. my league. If you want. You could join my league. As soon as you said high stakes, I was like, I'm out. <laughs> so yeah, because of that, I get really intense with football. So that's the other thing too. It's like there's so many like baseball is so fucking long. It's so long. Yeah. It's so long. If it wasn't, if it totally wasn't, understand that. Yeah. I mean, there's 362, um, one days a year. Oh, 365, oh, 365. There's 365 days a year. And, and 162 of those is taken yeah. up by baseball. Yeah. One shape, Hell one yeah. Form, which is just crazy. God's game. <laughs> when we talked about hockey before, like we're, you know, upstairs we're talking, you know, off mic. Yeah, I mean, hockey is also just <laughs> batshit crazy. Like, not not only is the season incredibly long, but every single team. I mean, it's like you hear that like participation trophy thing coming up all the time. That's all hockey is. It's just one giant participation, you know, participation trophy. Every single team gets in the playoffs. We've got some hardcore like hockey listeners too. Yeah, they're well, so hey guys, good. Again. I'm sorry, but it's, it's like it's like Oprah, man. Like she hands out the cards. They're like, hey, you get the playoffs. You get the playoffs. You get the playoffs. You get the playoffs. Everybody gets the. There's there's how many teams in hockey, and they must take. There must be two teams that don't get in the playoffs. They should make it in hockey. If you don't make the playoffs, you're just not allowed to have a franchise anymore. <laughs> because you're one of two teams that didn't make it. And then once you get in the playoffs, it's six months long. Right. 
And then once you get to the Stanley Cup, it's 14 games. So I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep track of it. Like, hockey is one I can't. Baseball, I can wrap my mind around. But golf, golf and NASCAR sports, I also kind of follow too. I know I just nice. said NASCAR. I know that's kind of crazy, but uh, so I started playing NASCAR through DraftKings. So I'm sure you've okay. all heard of DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was uh, like, you know, through a proxy, but I was in the NASCAR World Championship last year on DraftKings. Holy no crap. Shit. So just through that, I actually got into it, and I'm like, you know, it's a lot more interesting than people think it is. Well, if you got a chance to win money, it's definitely going to be interesting. So, so that helps. <laughs> but even when I – so there'd be weeks where I wasn't betting anything, mm-hmm. and I still found myself – like I'd be watching something on TV, and I'd be flipping back and forth between that and like – you know, some some random like like Kentucky Speedway or something, mm. and I'd be like flipping back and forth, even though I had nothing on it, and I would wind up staying a lot longer on NASCAR than I thought I would and just huh. watching it. So wow, I will wow. say it, it's better than what if you've never seen NASCAR before, it's better than what you think it is. I, I still don't think it's worth that. I mean, like if you're not into it already, like you're just not going to. Yeah. If you're over the age of 25 and you're not really into NASCAR, like you're probably not going to, but like it is more interesting than you think it is. So that's my one. <laughs> same, same with golf. Golf is more interesting to watch than I think people think it is. There's, there's more going on. We talked about golf. What, last I enjoy week or watching the week before golf. last. We, we touched we on golf. Touched. Yeah. Because uh, they had the rule changes. Right. We mentioned that yeah, last there's, week. There's some, there's some big rule changes. I mean, changes. I've watched golf before on Sunday afternoons. But again, it all boils down to, oh, is Tiger playing? No? Yeah, all right. Well, then I'm not <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, see, my, my... What's that supposed to mean? Uh, nothing. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Hen- that's how I am with Hendrick Stinson. That's what I love. <laughs> I love Hendrick Stinson. Stinson's not in. Fuck it. Fuck I'm it. Out. I'm out. Everyone's like, who the fuck is Hendrick Stinson? Who is this dude? Oh, man. I love golf. I'm yeah, a, I'm I do, too. Fan. I love it. I think it's great. I'm not very good at it. In fact, in my wallet, I still have... Um, I played Rolandia. Yeah? So it's like... Uh, it, it's it's um, it's Magic Castle in Dayton. That's like where everyone goes for kids' birthday parties. Mm-hmm. And they have a little like nine-hole golf course called Rolandia. And uh, I played... And we only made it through four holes. Uh, so I got a rain check. So I still have it in my wallet. Oh, I thought it was like, oh, you only got through four holes because you were just like, fuck it, no, I'm not no. good. So I got through four holes. <laughs> out. And uh, I didn't shoot less than a 10 on any hole. There you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, so, we're gonna we're gonna get a uh, one of our listeners tweeted at us this week and sent us a, a clip of the big beertha, which is a driver, an actual driver that you can use, but it doubles as a beer pong a beer bong. Um what? Yeah. Yes. So it's like you pour it into the head of the driver and kneel down, and it goes down the shaft, and you drink it like a beer bong. And uh, Mike knows shaft, all about. I'm all about. Yeah, all about going down uh, the shaft. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fantastic. But that's I want to awesome. I want to buy one and then take Scott golfing and then do a beer bong before every hole. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh, but wait a minute, before every hole, I mean nine holes. Yeah, we'll play nine because okay. we'll be dead if. Yeah. Uh, right. if we... <laughs> yeah. My big sport I play now is disc golf. I'm a huge disc golfer. That's my thing. Froth. So, froth. I prefer froth. That's yeah. my <laughs> that's my preferred name for disc yeah. golf. <laughs> I, I won't be calling it that. But, <laughs> but, sir, I respect your right to do so. <laughs> I promise I won't say it anymore. I have a buddy that's that's big into disc golf, Kai Miller, super funny comedian from Columbus. And every time he would bring up disc golf, I'd be like, oh, you're you frothing? Froth. And he'd be like, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Like, oh, stop calling <laughs> that it sounds froth. like a very douchey thing to do. <laughs> it yeah. does. Dude. It, it sounds so, yeah. You sound like a turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
thinking you're funny. <laughs> yeah, well, I know I'm not. Uh, well, I, what are we drinking? I think funny. We are drinking Nitro White Ale by Sam Adams. Now, I know we've had a debate on the show before about is Sam Adams craft beer. We fell to the side of, yes, it is yes. a craft brewery. They may be more macro than other ones, but the stuff that they do, there's so much experimentation that Sam Adams does that we can consider them craft beer. Well, and this is definitely one of them. I would have never thought this that they is, had a nitro. This is weird. It's this is weird. A, this is a mind fuck. So uh, for those of you that may have missed last week, we are doing uh, we do themes each month, and this month we are doing nitro beers uh, to kind of mimic the Guinness creaminess. So Scott picked up some nitro white ale. What do you think, man? What are your initial thoughts? So far, you know I love me some white ales. Like, <laughs> love love the white ales. Love, you know, any type of wheat beers and such. So on its face, it already starts off ahead of the curve, and it's different. I'll give you that. Yeah. It's different. It's not not your usual beer, but I so far, so good. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think of this one, so, man? So I really like it. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I yeah. really like it. So... I am not a beer connoisseur. I wish I was, but I am not. Uh, I do drink quite a bit of beer, but I don't know a lot about it. So. What's your uh, so from Dayton? Do you have like a favorite local brewery up in Dayton? Probably um, that's local to Dayton, kind of specifically um, the uh, the one out in Yellow Springs. Okay, uh, all right. I brought you some stickers from them. Yes, you did. Brewery, yeah, appreciate so that. Yeah, Yellow take Springs. notes, future guests. Yeah, right, right. We, we, also, have have growl, beer we also have a half growler. Yeah, of, uh, <laughs> special beer. So there'll yeah. be two beers on this show. Yeah, Hell the, the, yeah! The growler is uh, it's the Dayton Beer Company, and it's uh, something trolley. I forget. I told you when I first got here. We'll I, find it yeah, by the time I we already forgot it. But something trolley. <laughs> and I Google they, it. They gave me a taste, and it was it was it was halfway decent. It was halfway decent. Halfway I come decent. bearing halfway decent. Well, guys, <laughs> t- if I'm being honest with you, it was it was on sale. So, I was oh, like, fair enough. That's give totally fine. Because <laughs> I have to buy the growler too. So, oh, give me the well, sale. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're paying for the glass too, you don't. Yeah, uh, I I like this nitro white ale, man. Like first impressions are really good. It's got a good flavor, which we talked about last week. The nitro kind of kills flavor in beers, and this one still has a really good flavor. I'll tell you what, it tastes like drinking a blue moon with an orange yep. that has nitro. The, the, the I think I could not agree more. That's, but that's what I. Yeah, I was gonna say that's better. what my thought goes yeah. to is that I can taste like the orange. Yeah. And yeah. It, it tastes very similar to a blue moon. It's fruity, but not um, to a point that would be like really off putting. Yeah. For no, not overbearing yeah, at all. Not at all. It is a mind fuck though because you think when I think nitro beers, I think dark like stouts, porters, yeah. Yeah. and this is being a white ale. It's very strange, and you know, I, I had a beer once before where I took a. Uh, uh, it was a stout, but it was a white stout. Uh, Casper was the name of it. And that, I thought, was the biggest mindfuck until I got this beer. Now oh, this wow. beer is <laughs> very strange. This is more This is more strange than a white stout. Yeah. Because that a white yeah, stout, yeah. I've never had that. And that would fuck I've never even it was, seen one. It was really weird. It looked like That's a Bud cool. Light, but it tasted like a really good stout. And I was like, this is very strange. But this is kind of creeping like me out. white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the things that creep me out, and it's all nitro beers. Any nitro beer that I've ever had, and I've, I have had quite a few of these because I, I like them. Um, the one thing that I, I kind of don't like about them is 
boy, are they easy to drink. I mean, yeah. you can drink you these could things. slam these things. I could pound. Yeah. I mean, I'm already almost finished. I'm trying to slow down <laughs> so that I don't just blast through this and no, have to don't, sleep on your couch. Don't slow down, man. Yeah. That's what yeah, right. the studio doubles is a, a <laughs> place like, to crash. Yeah. You're totally right. fine. Yeah, so I'm just like, man, these are, this is like one of the easiest beers it's to drink. It's smooth in a while. Hell. Yeah, it's, it's easier to drink than a Guinness is. It's, yeah, it's very smooth. Um, we'll see how it holds up. <laughs> <laughs> The standard. <laughs> Scott, you want to hit some upper deck? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me that upper deck, as always, is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audio audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still keep the audiobook. To get your free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftbroodsports, or head on over to our website, craftbroodsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. Fucking pros, man. Nailed it. Right. Man, nailed pros. it. I was waiting the whole time to go, nailed it. <laughs> Audible would be proud. Thank After God. the last few weeks Thank of God up. we rewrote that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were talking about baseball a little bit uh, to start the show, um, and obviously we've touched on baseball. Anything to make baseball great again. Uh, <laughs> this week, Commissioner Rob Manfred said that he's open to something that would be fan-fucking-tastic. In an interview with Forbes, Manfred said, I fully agree with the idea of examining our commercial load in our broadcast that it is something that we should be doing. There are contractual limitations on wh- how, when we can do this. We have existing commitments. But that certainly shouldn't be an issue, and it's something that we should be looking at as well. Basically, either shortening or eliminating commercial breaks during games, and to say this is a game changer is underrated as fuck. Yeah. it would be awesome. I mean, they wouldn't be able to eliminate, correct? Not completely, no. but yeah. I think you it would be, be something where you like backload it or move them to a time... That wasn't more sense. Well, and that wasn't as expected. So you know, you're used to every time the inning changes, you get this block of commercials. Well, instead of having it between each inning change, I think there would be a block like, okay, it's the end of the first half of the seventh inning stretch. Here's your commercial. As I say, here's this long block of commercials, and nobody would watch them. Well, I mean, it's kind of like DVRing, <laughs> right? I mean, I guess that's true, but I'm just thinking from the standpoint of an advertiser. Oh yeah, I mean, there's definitely like, a lot hey, of hurdles we... to get around for the advertisers, mm-hmm. but I mean, if the f- the fact that they're trying something or thinking yeah. about trying something is great. I think the the weird part about this is so you mentioned it, the commercial breaks in baseball are only at the end of each half inning. So the teams are switching, you know, they're going out in the field, the pitchers warming back up. How much are you limiting the pitcher from doing that? How much are you limiting the infield from tossing around the you know the ground balls in the infield? That's where I think they're, you're going to get pushback from the player union of them saying, no, our pitchers need to have those warm-up pitches to get back into it. They've been sitting in the, the dugout for half an inning. We need that time to get them back you know, loose and ready to go. So I don't see too much of an opportunity to limit those commercial breaks. You're not going to be able to just be like, well, third out. Right into the next one. <laughs> Get the fuck out there, Darvish. Like, it's not going to happen. Why not have just more um, so you still keep that? You still keep the amount of time that the pitchers have and they've been throwing stuff, you know, grounders and stuff. Just keep all that time normal as if you're doing a commercial break. Have more commercials done by the booth and then just have more commentary. So you're actually sitting there watching them warm up? Yeah, yeah I th- and I think that's what they're... But, they that's, but that do. doesn't... 
that doesn't shorten that the game. Doesn't, it doesn't shorten the it game. It just shortens okay. the amount of commercials. So, so their end game is actually shortening the game, not necessarily in reference to it. Well, they're trying to keep the they're trying to keep it moving, basically. Yeah. It's not which does it's need so to that happen. there's I was gonna say it's so that there's not as much dead time, which there's a lot of dead time yeah. in yeah. baseball. Like Yeah. Agreed. So I mean, but this is just one way that would be awesome. I think it'd be cool to do and there's there's an opportunity to do it. If soccer is able to be on TV where they play 90 minutes, 90 plus minutes straight right. without a commercial break. Exactly. There's ways to do it. But I, I, with the, look, I, I understand. The I don't know but how they're going to do it. Baseball wasn't always televised, yeah. right? Not like they, all. they played it before television. Yeah. And so there was, a, <laughs> yeah. there was a way around this. And I don't <laughs> think the people's people in the stands were like, Oh my God, I have to watch these guys toss the ball around. I mean, when you're at the game, fine. I mean, you're used to it, right? So I don't think that it would be that big of a deal to be seeing it on TV and you'd cut to the booth or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, kind of like what they do in, in football, where they cut to the right. booth and they're out there. And, right. And sometimes they're up there for two and three minutes at a time. Yeah. I think that's the – if the end goal is to shorten the game and, and get the game down from three hours, then – Shortening the commercial do break much. doesn't do it. Yeah, you right. need to you need to shorten the time that you allow a pitcher to warm up in between innings and all that. Which that's I would be very in favor of it. Yeah. That's that's where they and and if this is the first step to doing that, of all right, we're not going to sit there and let you watch Tom Brenneman talk for two minutes. So yeah. you better fucking get those warm up pitches in quick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is the first step, but I, it is a good first step. I am glad to see less commercials in baseball. I just if that's the end game, we need to work at other things first. Agreed. All right. Well, moving on. Well, that was, that was our most contentious upper deck story we've ever done. <laughs> Holy shit! And, and it shouldn't have been. <laughs> yeah, that was. I don't know why I took it so personally. It's very light. <laughs> right? Who would have ever thought Mike loved his advertising? <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I have I have scooted to the right a little bit, <laughs> trying to give myself some space in case he jumps over the table. All right. Well, let's get to something less divisive. Um, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick and Barack Obama. <laughs> No, as we all know, Colin Kaepernick, uh, it, we talked about he's not kneeling anymore for the national anthem. Uh, he's going to stand. And uh, this came out this week. USA Soccer, they are the first professional sports league to require their participants to stand for the national anthem. Uh, as you guys know, um, there was the soccer player, Megan Rapinoe, that, that did it Rapino, Rapino, whatever. Oh, wait. <laughs> By the way, fuck you for not getting shit for messing up uh, PK's fans last, his name last week. You didn't get shit last week for I'm that. not here to talk about the past. Yeah, all right, whatever. We'll talk about didn't that. Didn't happen. Minute. This is some bullshit. Because I would have gotten <laughs> shit for the... I'd still be getting shit for it. If, Anyways. Sounds like you're bitter. Got an issue? Here's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so she uh, joined Colin Kaepernick last season. She was kneeling during the anthem. And U.S. Uh, soccer issued a statement against her protest at that time. This time they took the extra step and made it a rule that you have to stand. So now there are no proposed punishments... And the league will uh, will take things on a case by case basis to determine everything, but that's the rule now. Everybody's <laughs> got to stand, um, you know, which is so ridiculous. Hey, we're America, where we force you to do shit. Yeah. Right? Why is that even land of why? the free? Free to stand when we tell you you're gonna stand. Yeah. Also, the women don't make equal pay to the men and are more popular than the men. But let's yeah. not talk about that. The wage yeah, gap right. is a myth. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> let's not talk about that. I think I heard about that on NPR. I remember listening to an NPR episode <laughs> where they were talking about that, about how, like, yeah, like, they are way more popular. They get way more viewership than oh, the yeah. men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not even paid remotely close, nor are they advertised as heavily. Right. So and now we're, you know, we're focusing on the little stuff of making right. them stand. 
guys crack this open? And yeah, go. absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's no problem. Yeah. Keep going. There's, yeah, there's. Yeah, fall till you fall. <laughs> Here, I'm, I'm going to show him. Oh, we're going. Oh, you can hear that live microphone. That sounds amazing. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that, right down the middle. So you just go like that. Yeah. For those of you listening, we're watching a beer pour right now, it's, and it uh, is fantastic. It actually does look pretty amazing. We're getting explained to how the nitro will stop without pouring over, now, and it spilled. Oh, son fault. of a bitch! That was, <laughs> that was my fault because I went. What a It's the tiniest of bits. Yes, but look, it's very yeah. It goes up, and you're cool. That's pretty awesome. So you don't have to like do it like that. Yeah, but anyway, nothing sure. like making people stand for something that I, I mean, making a rule. I mean, it'd be one thing if you sat on a member like we really, really want you. We to. would prefer it if you, yes, we would yeah. love it well, if you first would. First of all, why is the why is Major League Soccer making a statement in the first place? That's have my no question. idea. Why? Why when it was happening with Kaepernick, did the NFL issue any type of statement? It's not. This has nothing to do with you. This is Colin Kaepernick is an is he's not even an employee. I mean, I guess he is, so maybe yeah. that's why you're having it. You got it, yeah. But nobody views it that way. Nobody views it that way. It's different. Like I work at CareSource, so if I do something while at CareSource while being employed by them, yeah, they're gonna have to defend that and talk about that and discuss it. And if I do something too crazy, they're gonna issue a press release, right? The NFL doesn't work that way, right? Like, and everybody is in in full agreement with that, and full understanding that that's not how the NFL works. Yeah. Yes, you're technically employed by them, but you are your own person. You're doing your own thing. Colin Kaepernick is Colin Kaepernick. He's not an employee of the NFL, although technically he is. But you guys get my indirectly. Yeah. He's he's like yeah, like so. But anyway, so why why do they even feel necessary to issue a statement in the first place? It's because ultimate petty. Yeah. Well, and it. it it all comes down to the pressure of the sponsors because they're going to be like, what are you going to do about this? Right. Because I don't want to sponsor a 49ers Which, game if somebody's kneeling. So we all know how Mike feels about sponsors with those commercials. Yeah. So. It's, well, I mean, it all comes, it's all Mike's about, all about, about money, big yo. business. It's all about that money, yo. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, I mean, and you have that with MMA. I mean... Which we'll get into that later, I'm sure. But they're like, because MMA is really growing, and they're still ha- they still have the same sponsors. Boost Mobile is their sponsor. Like, where are you at? Who the fuck? Is this? <laughs> yeah, right. I was talking From about a this decade. And I was talking, about, I was, I was talking about one of my, you know, one of my recent podcasts. I was talking about Boost Mobile. I'm like, I have literally never met a person in my life who uses Boost Mobile. Never, never. I used to work at Sprint and uh, had to sell Boost Mobile phones. Oh shit! Like. I, I I use Sprint though. For they real. so Boost mobile phones counted as a quarter of an activation. We had activation goals for the month, uh, and I found a drug dealer who would buy them. I would discount them down to ten dollars a piece and sell them to him at the end. Of, I'd call him at the end of the month and be like, "Hey man, you need some burners?" And he'd be like, "Yep." And he'd come in and he'd buy like twenty of them at like wow. ten bucks a piece. And I'd hit my activation goal for the month because they were a quarter of an activation. I'd be like that's five activations. What I hit my goal. Crazy st- I love that That's story. That's hilarious. What a crazy story. I'm glad uh, Sprint can't retroactively take my commissions <laughs> yeah, away. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, shoot of limitations. So, so with, with with the kneeling aspect, yeah, like why why even make a statement in the first place? So it's about sponsors. I get that, but. Secondly, why mandate that you can't kneel? Like it'd be different That's if you're like, hey, thing. we're gonna mandate. All right, guys. You know, we, we want to make some rules here. You know, we need to have a civilized sport. 
um, we know when you're not playing the sport, you can't drink and drive because that's illegal, <laughs> right? Like, let's base your rule system off the already existing rule system. The, the yeah. laws. Yeah, base it off of the laws. Or, like, you have to wear certain clothes or whatever. Like, I understand those kinds of rules yeah. that are based around laws. But kneeling during the anthem, who literally... I'm not gonna get it's, that. It's, it's, like, who gives a shit? It's like, such an overreach. Like who if, gives a shit? That's the craziest part. If any other job, if like any other job was like, hey, listen, uh, when you come into the office every every day, we're gonna start off the day with the pledge of allegiance, and you have to stand for the pledge of the people. Would be like, this job fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm this out. is weird. This well, is it, weird that you're making a... me do this, man. Like I'm. I appreciate the country, and I. Um, but this is weird that you're like, hey, this is our rule that you have to do this to start your. Uh, that's kind of weird, and it's that's such weird. a goofy, just like pretentious outrage. Like, yeah, this is what you're so mad about. Like, there's so much shit going on in the world, and this is what you're too. Well, and you also have the people who are getting upset that people are kneeling are the same people who are referring to everybody who's. Um, being offended by something as a snowflake. Yeah, yeah, like, yes. Fuck, right, and then and then they see Colin Kaepernick kneel, and all of a sudden they become the snowflake. And right? then like, they block all their friends on Facebook. Yeah. They're like, it's not that big of a deal. You motherfucker blocked. Yeah, they're like why? Why are you right. being? They're like, why are you being such a snowflake? They're like, well, I'm not being a snowflake, but I'm going to kneel for this. Why would you kneel for the national anthem? Like the, the craziest thing, and that's tri- the, like hashtag triggered. Right. <laughs> the thing that kills me about the the whole problem is like people are focusing on the act itself instead of what's going on behind it. Like, right. That's the f- most frustrating part is it's like, look, he's doing this or, you know, Megan was doing this to start a conversation about a specific issue and you are focusing on the, the act of the protest itself. And that's that's where you're the, everybody's missing out on the whole thing. Yeah. They're like, well, that's not the way to protest. All right, well, then how do you protest? What's <laughs> well, that's your, the thing. What's your way to protest? Give me a law on how I'm supposed to protest. Yeah, like what? <laughs> I, I just don't get it. Show me somebody who has protested anything ever, and I'll show you a group of people who are pissed off about it. When you, you look at what was happening in Ferguson or in, in these other places where you've had police shootings and the way people have reacted to them, and they go, yeah, that's not how you protest. Completely agree, right? You don't throw trash cans through windows and protest. That's not what you should do. So then someone just stands back and kneels. Yeah. Well, that's not how you're supposed to do it either. Yeah. Like, well, what, what the it's, fuck yeah, do you, you want can't, me to do? Exactly. <laughs> right. It's a like, lose-lose. Yeah. So whatever. If, if that offends you, if it, if it, like, first of all, I'm an army veteran. So, like, I feel like that gives me a little bit of you a right. Do have, you, you do. I get a way more to say than I, I get do. a little bit of clout to say <laughs> if it offends you that someone's kneeling. You need to like look at yourself, reevaluate your life, and have a conversation. (laughs) Because who gives a shit? Like, well, they're shitting on the flag. No, they're not. (laughs) No, they're not. Because you would have to literally shit on a flag to be shitting shitting on the flag. (laughs) Yeah, like which he's not doing. So. Yeah. That might uh, – I'd be okay with people getting pissed off about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd have a little problem with somebody actually defecating <laughs> yeah, on the flight. Yeah, shitting on the flight. I'd be like, uh, that's, <laughs> that's you, right. went, you went too far, Probably man. taking it too far. Although <laughs> should have just knelt. <laughs> although they did buy the flag at Walmart. It is their property to do it as they please. <laughs> that's a good point. But I could understand shitting on the flag and be like – Okay, that's like I think that's yeah. that's where I draw my line. One, yeah, that's where I draw my line. One step too far. Yeah, <laughs> but everybody from U.S. soccer is going to be standing because that's that's the rule. The rule. <laughs> well, here's a story that it was just tailor made for the show. So Sunday, 
Sunday, my friend Liz posted on my wall, uh, have you seen this? And it's a quote from it Arian. Was my favorite. Arian Foster. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, By great. the middle of the week, it had taken a life of its own. <laughs> but anyway, last year, Arian Foster abruptly retired, running back in the NFL. He had played for Miami. Uh, he went on Twitter and went on a rant for the ages this past weekend. Uh, go take a, check his Twitter feed for specifics because he just goes off. But basically, Foster said that he would have an upper hand in a fight with a wolf. <laughs> uh, he deduced that, one, he's got opposable thumbs. Two, that the wolf can't read and study humans to know the weaknesses. And three, did I mention opposable thumbs? Because he just basically kept hammering home that they don't have opposable thumbs. So I changed my Twitter name to Arian Foster for a couple of days. So that must have got picked up by the mainstream media. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, I just love that that was his go-to. Like, I know he's got sharp teeth and shit, but I got these thumbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck your teeth. Look at these thumbs. Right. And he was on a couple podcasts this week and radio, different radio he's shows. On, he did Joe Rogan show. Yeah, and he was on Right Time with Bonnie Jones, and he acknowledged the absurdity of the, <laughs> the premise. And he didn't, he, he, he specified that it wasn't just like the best of the best wolf. Like, he didn't say he could whoop any wolf. That he's like, he, it has to be a specific type. Here's the wolves. Yes. Like, I'm not going after the alpha. Yeah. Right. Can, can he, can he like Google doc me that tier system that he's created? Cause I would love to see. I'm going to go after the, the wolf that's on its last leg. <laughs> you guys ever seen that wolf that got run over by a car on the street? Got that's it. the one I could take. You're right. I could take him. I went to type in cause I wanted to see this for myself. The Aaron Foster thing. And I typed in tier. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love everything about this it's story. It's so ridiculous. That's great. That was tailor made for this show. Uh, yeah, it was. But him going back and forth on Twitter was funny too. Uh, you know, people of course responded. <laughs> yeah. You know what? There's no way you could beat a wolf, and just going back and forth. And he was responding like for hours. Got on, no thumbs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like guys, I don't know if you heard me say this yet. Well, and somebody they was, don't have thumbs. Somebody said like, oh, you know, well, you've got all these injuries, and you suffer this and suffer that. Advantage wolf, and he was like. But the wolf hasn't, you know, recovered from all those injuries. It doesn't have opposable thumbs. Advantage me, fucker. <laughs> like, he just took it to the extreme, and it was hilarious. That's fantastic. Uh, I just want to see a fight. I want Aaron Foster and a wolf in an octagon, and I just want him to be like, one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb war, motherfucker. I win already. Right. You got nothing. Right. The opposable thumb game <laughs> is strong with Aaron Foster. <laughs> Thank God for evolution. Oh, my God. Wow. That's the best. I'm how, looking. This is great. How, <laughs> this so, is great. How high was he when he tweeted this? That's my question. How high? Because he had to be pretty high. I don't know. I mean, you got to be. You got to be pretty high. I don't know. He's such an intelligent guy. That's what I was going to say. I was like, Aaron Foster is a very smart guy. That's why it was out of character for him to go. The, like, And his logic behind it yeah. was not sound. That's why I'm saying he's a he very be, smart guy. So he had to be high. <laughs> he had to be. There's no, there's no normal level-headed human that's like, yeah, I could take a wolf. I also don't know what inspired it, too. He's just like, you know what? I'm going to go on Twitter and talk about how I can whoop a wolf's ass today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, today is the day. Today, today been, is it. I've been Googling wolves. Now, I'm imagining he wakes up he's like, you know what? I've been fucking putting this off for long enough. <laughs> it's been long enough. The world today needs is to the know. Day. I, I have whoop a wolf. <laughs> 
Look, I went through the scientific method. I, I formulated my hypothesis. Yeah. I have variables in yeah. this and, and thumbs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what basically goes down to. I, I think thumbs. I think he skipped your first two steps and just went straight to thumbs. <laughs> oh God! I hope this keeps going forever. I hope he just sticks with this and doesn't let it go. Yeah. Like, nope. I'm for real. I can beat a wolf because I have thumbs. Uh, moving on, Russell Westbrook. He's providing. All of us with one of the most amazing seasons. All that the we've triple doubles. All it's, the triple doubles. It's crazy doubles. how good this dude is doing this year. He currently leads in scoring. He ranks third in assists and twelfth in rebounding. And he's on the verge of averaging a triple double for the entire season, which is something that's only been done once before by Oscar Robertson. But not all people are convinced that Russ's uh, amazing season is MVP worthy. Mark Cuban, who doesn't like Russell Westbrook said this week that the MVP race is a toss up between James Harden, LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. That's it. Kawhi. Fuck you. Fuck Fuck you. (laughs) What a great. Anyways, (laughs) uh, when asked where Russ, where Westbrook was in the mix, Cuban responded, he's not. He went on to say that he thinks Westbrook is, quote, an amazing athlete who is the, quote, most explosive player in the league and has, quote, the best motor. My favorite dumb sports cliche Motors. that ever gets thrown around. That's how in, in MMA, when everyone refers to everyone as being tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. no shit, they're <laughs> he's tough. tough. Like, man, he's just a really tough. And I do it. I know I do it. I do it on an accident, but I try not to. But when they're like, oh, he's so, he's so tough. He's such a, or, man, he's just such a game opponent. Like every he single takes a punch person. in the face like a man. Yeah, like every <laughs> single person who fights in the UFC is tough. Like that's why they do it. That's how they got that. Yeah, no too. shit. Right. Tough. Although but I yeah. will say, in Cuban's defense, he said it tongue in cheek during. Like I saw he the was interview. like exercising while he said it. He he kind of smiled and smirked, and obviously everybody knows the history between those two. Yeah. Last year, you know. <laughs> He, he said the same thing about him not being MVP and Kevin Durant at the time when they were on the same team to right. and said that Cuban was an idiot. But <laughs> I think I think Cuban even said, if I change my mind now, what are you guys going to write about? Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how you ended the, the I, Which is great. I actually, I actually kind of understand what he's saying. Yeah. He's wrong in his thinking that he's not like in the MVP discussion, but... <laughs> The, the problem with Westbrook's case is that a lot of his numbers are just shallow. Like, they they come in high volume because he does everything. But then, like the other night, he had a triple-double and scored 40-some points. Team lost. Well, And it's yeah. hard to be the MVP when, even though you're stacking up all those numbers, if your team's not winning, like, but that's, that's the part thing. of being... Like, because if you could say... Well, if you take away Russell Westbrook and they're still losing these games, then how valuable is the numbers he's putting up? I mean, I get that. I get that point. But I think that the fact that he is performing that well on a team that's that bad. Look, I, I'm just playing impressive. devil's advocate because I think that I he's definitely it. in the top, you know, three or four, you know, discussion. But I do understand the thinking behind all these numbers that just don't. The craziest thing to me is there are so many times when there is an MVP race and people are like, he doesn't have the numbers. His stats don't match up. The stats aren't there. The stats aren't there. And this guy has the stats, and people are like, well, they're but not, he, they're always looking they're for a reason that, to discount yeah, so something. Yeah, so it's 
it, it, people kind of take it both ways, and uh, yep. I mean, he's got to be in the discussion. He has to be in the discussion. Oh no doubt. And I think, and I think. Sorry, Cupid I didn't mean to bore that. you Shut again, up. Scott. <laughs> I think Cupid knows that, but he also again he makes a it valid was, point. Yeah, and, and, and he's trying to be right. contrarian. He's, He's Cuban, so he's going to stir up shit. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's Mark Cuban, so he's just trying to, you know, have people talk about it. I will say this, though. If he's getting triple doubles, it means that he's trying to get other people involved. Right, yeah. To, to, to win, and they're just not well, doing it. Well, I think that's the, it, which means the right. main point of the argument for him being MVP yeah, is that he's it's at least not trying. A, it's not just him scoring points exactly. every night and, and yeah. like, no other stats. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably, like, 50 points. 30 rebounds, 10 assists, because nobody can hit a fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mean like, like Tracy is- McGrady back in the day when he would get accolades for his, and it'd be like, Tracy McGrady scored 40 again tonight. He had two rebounds and, and one, one assist. assist yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, how's this dude MVP? I mean, he yeah. put up 40 points, but did he do anything? And, oh, and, and then the he team didn't try lost. to help anybody out. It's like they lost because he didn't try to help anybody right. out. But with, he yeah. got his. Yeah, but, I, I, where were y'all at? I got mine. I mean, you know, yeah, I can't right? carry this team. I can't do everything. <laughs> Practice. No, that's not, I know that's not him. Right. It's still my favorite quote, though. I, I do that all the time in my, in my normal life. <laughs> Practice. Practice. Talking about practice. Oh, shit. Well, there you go. So, uh, Mark Cuban still doesn't like Russell Westbrook. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Staying on the hardwood, um, the Cavs and LeBron thought they had something by adding Andrew Bogan. They had it. That was his boy. And I actually thought, I'm like, between Durant going down and them adding Bogut, this is uh, is a big deal. Like This makes the Cavs the favorite, right? They all of a sudden jump on the top. Not so fast, my friend, <laughs> because it was extremely short-lived. That was almost beer all it over the board. So abrupt. <laughs> the Cleveland curse was strong with Andrew Bogut, and right after he suited up for Cleveland, 58 seconds into his Cavs career, he broke his tibia, and it ended his season. 58. Is that play. real? 58 yes. seconds, yes. He, he, he basically checked yeah. in, they ran a play, he broke his leg, and See you later. Done. That was did, it. How did you even do that? Somebody yeah. ran into it. was one of those things where his legs planted. Somebody rolls into his legs. And that was it. It hits just correct and boom. And they waved him. He's gone. Yeah. He's not even a cat. Well, I, I don't blame him because everybody's like, well, maybe he can come back. But they're like, nope, nope. he can't come back. From well, he wouldn't, so he wouldn't do the surgery. Time, so. Like, he yeah. wouldn't. He, he wanted wouldn't to heal undergo, naturally. Yeah. He so. wouldn't undergo the surgery. So they were like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. And in case you guys were wondering, um, it cost the Cavs $1 million in salary and luxury tax, and they got less than a minute <laughs> wow. for their cash. That's some Oprah money. <laughs> not, not to bring Oprah up. Oprah has been talked about. That's the second time in wow. this podcast. <laughs> one more, and you got to go. Yeah, one, one, one more, craft, and you have to change the podcast. To, welcome to Craft Brood Oprah. Yeah, Craft Brood Oprah. <laughs> well, what's funny, too, Oprah is Oprah Brood Sports. <laughs> you, you just... You just know that Dan Gilbert, after taking all the shit for LeBron saying, we need to add guys, we need to add more stuff, and them, you know, having us back and forth, it's like, all right, motherfucker, here's you guys, I got you Darren Williams, I got you Andrew Bogut, Andrew Bogut goes down, motherfucker! He's he's about to put an open letter in Comic Sans on the internet, (laughs) just so pissed off. So pissed off, and be like, LeBron, I gave you everything, it's not my fault, he broke his leg, you figure it out. It's not I like feel, it's Kevin Durant going down. I feel so bad for the Cavs after that happened. Like, that's such a Cleveland way to go down. I don't feel too bad. But it, I mean, it should, it'd be shitty shape. for It's shitty for any team. Yeah, and that's that's why I don't feel too bad for him because 
they'll be all right. Like, yeah. this was what I thought made them the overwhelming favorite. It took them, yeah, it took them to the next level. Yeah, and so now you're like, all right, they don't have him, but they should still be good. And you know, uh, I I think it's a more even match when you're looking at it with Durant possibly not being back right. and, and definitely but being full strength whenever he comes back. Man. So. That's, that's I just think just it's so hilarious. Crazy. <laughs> hey guys, I'm here. Let's do this thing. <laughs> All right, I'm out. See you guys later. <laughs> pass me the ball. Don't pass me the ball. I'm gone. See you guys. I gotta go. The dude who shows Where, where's up, that million at? <laughs> the dude who shows up to the pickup game and rec specs just ready to go. Like we're gonna do this, and then boom. Oh my ankle. I'm out. I'm out. All right, we're done. Time out. Time out. My ankle. I rolled my ankle. <laughs> Ah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the Peter. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, let's end up our deck with some beer news. Uh, we talked about this on the show before. Stone Brewing is looking to build a hotel adjacent to their brewery in California. Well, they've just been one-upped, everybody, because BrewDog, yep. who is uh, from Scotland, they looked at bringing U.S. headquarters over here. They chose Columbus, Ohio yep. as their U.S. headquarters. They just launched an Indiegogo campaign. It's getting a lot of traction this week. Uh, they are going to build a, a hotel as well with their brewery. They went all in on making a splash, announcing that they want to uh, to build this hotel. It's 50 rooms. Uh, it's going to have some pretty interesting amenities. There's a tap in every room that dispenses BrewDog's Punk IPA, which is a really good IPA. Uh, there's a mini fridge stocked with beers inside every shower. Are they shower beers? They're not shower beers. Oh, They're going to oh. be BrewDog beers because it's... Oh. I mean, it's still a Do they make fridge. 10% beers? That they can yeah, stock they make there. some. They make some good shit. <laughs> These guys have the show. They have a TV show where they, they make, they're like, doing this crazy right, beers. Yeah. They're doing this right. They're fucking yeah. Uh, so on top of that, they're also going to have a spa that uses beer treatments like a hop oil massage. I was going to say, are they like rolling the can over your back? <laughs> Get this, get this cold can massage. Right. It's, 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 awesome. just somebody, it's just some random dude who's just rolling a can yeah. along your back. That's oh, awesome. get the knots out of my calves. Oh, okay. Roll it on the keg. It's just some woman named Marge like, all right, hold on a second. Cigarette well, they, smoke lingering in the air. Hold on. They will also be doing craft beer pairings for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, oh, which is pretty legit. I'll that's crazy it. that there's craft beer pairings for breakfast. There's got to be some why, good stuff. I mean, there's breakfast. I mean, beer. I'm not saying that. I, I eat breakfast for dinner all the time. <laughs> yeah. Get you this uh, Brenner. Here's this the Brenner most, beer. Here's the most interesting item on their list, though. Yep. They uh, in the luxury suite. There's going to be a hot tub filled with brew uh, dogs. By the way, you just tied this up. Wait a minute, isn't that oh, like shit. dangerous? It's got to be. It can't be good and for you. And Creighton uh, fucking shot it with six seconds left. Oh, six seconds to go. Xavier is down by three. So this one yeah, is pretty much four, over. Three. Uh, Makira shoots from half court well, to try to die. That's disappointing. Uh, Xavier just lost, and BrewDog has a better hotel than Stone Brewing. Wow. There you go. That's uh... <laughs> No, that's, uh, first of all, cue the meme of uh, Fry from Futurama. The, <laughs> take my money. Take my money. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, gladly. And it's in Columbus. How cool is that, that, that they came to Columbus? It's pretty I awesome. I remember seeing that when they announced it. They had, they had that big, long commercial. Yeah, because and... they were looking at North Carolina. They were looking at, yeah. uh, at the West Coast. Where... How great. 
great to come to Columbus. I definitely man. assume yeah. that it would be something that they yeah. end up on the West Coast. Why, yeah. Of course it would. I mean, they're going to expand. Oh, definitely. Almost assuredly. Yeah, once they get into they're good, the they're U.S. They're a good company. I've had the punk beer. It's great. It's great. It's um, really good. Yeah. Um, and they, they do have a TV show where they just brew up crazy fucking beers. They're, these guys were the first ones to kind of like take a craft beer TV show. Yeah. They went on the road to different places and would brew. Like, I think there was one where they brewed a beer while driving a car. Like I was, think I heard about that. They made they made some crazy fucking beers, and it was all small batch stuff, and uh, they it was all apparently very good. This is I, great. Uh, but yeah, uh, a hot tub filled with IPA. That has to be dangerous. I there's I, no way that that's safe. It's not sanitary. If, well, it's not. I mean, I don't even really care. Well, it's alcohol. But the thing is, like alcohol bleeding into your. That's not. Can that's you get drunk? Safe. Can you get drunk from this? Yes, I mean there there's stories of like with rubbing alcohol where like um, people who were like were super germaphobes they would fill up their tub with like rubbing alcohol and they would get in and then their blood would turn into like pure alcohol. Holy shit! It would seep in. I don't know about beer, but I'd imagine. That well, that, no, that's what you're would right because and this is going to sound weird that I know this, but I remember reading a story. I've never tried this. I swear to God, Scott, before you even say anything, yeah, uh, whoa, there were people that the would soak, yes, yeah, soak the tampon tampons in, in, in your butthole and put it in their in their pooper. Oh, yeah, and I heard about that. Yeah, that uh, was like a phenomenon with the kids, right? Yeah, like, so because there was nothing on your. Yeah, that was in my high school. That should in my high school. So I guess you're right. High school. I guess you're right, and then. You're sitting in like what beer? if that beer gets in your asshole, right? Then you're done. Not- <laughs> that's assuming that the only way that beer could get into your system is through your ass. <laughs> I love that world where, like, that world where that's a reality where, like, beer cannot seep into your skin except through your asshole. Just go right up it. the pooper. That's it. <laughs> you can drink it and you can put it up your asshole. That's it. There's no middle. There's no middle ground. Oh shit! Well, there you go, everybody. Go on Indiegogo and support. You can get a free night if you pledge enough. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, as always. Brought to you by Audible.com, and brought to you by Beer in Your Pooper. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh shit! This has been a, a fun episode already, man. We're this is a good one. Should we bust out the uh, the mid show beer? Oh shit! I think we should. We should probably switch it up. Um, yeah, so let's let's do that. Uh, Kyle brought this beer, so I looked it up. This is the Broken Trolley. Yeah, is the name of the beer, and this was straight out of the tap. It's cool. There's a Shell gas station. That That's is great. And when I say it's right next to my house, man, like I'm not even really being like hyperbolic. Like it is literally, <laughs> like it's one street. I, I so I live on the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. And, wow. And There's some stalkers on this show, man. Miroslav right. oh, might be sending you some mail. Come at, at me, bro. <laughs> come at me, bro. Um, so, yeah, this is on the corner of Stroop. So, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm right there. I can see the gas station from my house. And, uh, yeah, inside they have taps. They have taps they have the and full growlers. Station. I just got a half growler because I didn't want to bring too much. Um, oh, yeah, this beer was on clearance. So I said, "Hey, that's all you guys are. That's all you guys mean to me. Let me get you a clearance this, beer. This beer must go." <laughs> yeah, right? And they let me taste it, and I was like, "That's pretty good. Doesn't taste bad." Yeah, cheers. So here's, I yeah, couldn't cheers tell you what the hell it that. is. I have no clue. <laughs> you guys tell me what it is. It's fruity. That's a all right. So here's what the here's what the Dayton Beer Company says about this beer. Okay. It's five point three percent. So it's a nice, refreshing kind of keep you keep you drunk beer. It says clean, refreshing, and drinkable. Notes of biscuit malt, 
clean English yeast flavor with a slight fruit aroma. It's got light cascade hops, and uh, it makes this an everyday drinker is what they say. Okay. Um, initial taste is really fucking good, man. It is, it is. except the, in juxtaposition of <laughs> the Sam Adams. Yeah. Up against here. the nitro. Yeah. What, what was this one? Okay, I'm on a Sam Adams nitro white ale. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, in juxtaposition to that, it tastes kind of odd. The carbonation. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I have to get reused to carbonation in beer. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Going from either. going from a nitro beer to a, a regular. It does. From it, the it tea. It, you can taste beer. it like it's it's such a... There's such a dramatic difference in your mouth, like the like the tingliness, right? Like, yeah, there's yeah. such a dramatic difference there because it is it. So while the nitro IPA or the nitro white ale, while it tastes really good, yeah, I mean it's super flat. I mean it's it is super flat. It's hard to get around. Yeah, that. compared right. to especially side by side. But this is a good beer, man. Yep. I would say, I'd I'd consume this beer. Definitely consume. <laughs> I consume both. You know what it tastes like? It's got like it tastes like tangerine. Yeah, ah, yeah, I can see that. As a, but again, it's not super not over, strong. Yeah, not overpowering at all. Yeah. But I just like that's the fruit that comes to mind when I'm sitting here tasting it. It's that's a good. Yeah, that's tangerine. Teach me beer terms. <laughs> what is tangerine? What, <laughs> first beer term. So what does AP? What does ABV mean? Alcohol by volume. Okay, got so it. So it's how much? How much it's going to get you fucked up? Got it. The what, higher what, the better. <laughs> and then there's a whole slew of different hops. So I remember I had um, yeah. I'll I defer had, to uh, Mike on all of those. <laughs> I had Tyler who was from um, on the, the second half of uh, Practice Pod. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he came. He went on for one of our recaps. One, it was a really awesome episode. You should go check it out. We, we wind up talking about um, like Forrest Gump for like an hour. Nice. But uh, it was a great episode. All in. <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. But anyway, he was teaching me like there's like mosaic hops and like all this, and I I just assumed that hops were hops. Yeah, I, mean, like, so I didn't realize all hops was, look alike. And right? the, the, <laughs> the crazy thing is, there's like East Coast hops that have like a certain flavor profile, yeah, which and the West Coast hops that, that have makes a different sense, profile. Obviously, yeah, like, that a, makes sense. I just didn't realize it. Now most there, people don't. I never really thought about it too much when you said the West Coast, East Coast. It made me think like. Hops are grown everywhere. There's not a specific part. I thought there was more, like it had to be more of a, like a warm weather thing. No, it's not necessarily warm weather. Actually, uh, Brendan Boyle, who was on the show, he is a realtor up in Youngstown and showed a house that they were growing hops oh, in the great. backyard. That's like smart. He, he sent me a picture and he was like, how fucking great is this? And I was like, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> like, that's, that's my, my, that's that's my amazing house. to have a, to have hops just growing in your backyard. I, I mean, I don't brew beer, but I feel like that'd be a See, pretty I good selling. I, I thought it was a specific part of. No, the it can it can go anywhere, but it, depending on, uh, I mean, only certain hops are going to grow better in different climates. Right. You know? It's just like any other plant. You know, there's some plants that are going to do better in warm weather, some that can survive the cold weather. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, East coast, West coast are, hops are a big, it's a, and a, it's a big differentiator too. And that's what Listerman is doing with all their beer series lately. They're doing kind of East coast versus West coast. They, they're doing a rap series. So they did hmm. Biggie and Pac that's and cool. Biggie was all East coast yeah. hops and Pac is all West coast. Hops and I, I have an idea. I'm not going to say it on here. All right, we'll talk. I have an it. idea. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want this to get out there because I think it's a really good idea. Um, 
Knowing you, that. man, and your business acumen, it probably is <laughs> a great idea. Because you, so let, let's talk it. about your your network. For oh, a I, second. I love talking about me. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which beer to grab. Uh, I keep grab reaching over. You, I keep reaching over to grab a beer. I'm like, both. which one do I grab? <laughs> I'm just gonna that in. I'm just Scott's done that before. We actually, I went, did combine one of the guest yeah. beers with the beer, and it paired well. It, it paired was well. really good. It, was it wasn't like a black and tan. It was no, like a, yeah. It was I like can't a remember black and black. Chair, well, I do love a, me a good black and tan. That it was Cincinnatus uh, stout. It was cherry stout, and uh, yeah, it was. But it was I don't know what barrel the, aged. Did you know that Cincinnatus is the original name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I was gonna talk, I was, and we're done. <laughs> I was, I was hoping you'd be like, "Oh fuck, you're really <laughs> smart." Yeah, I didn't know that. You're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Cue, I'm like, cue the more you know, star. And oh my god, did you know that water's wet? <laughs> Bet you didn't. <laughs> well, so okay, so you started the Loudmouth uh, MMA podcast not very long ago. Like, you're it's it hasn't been live for too long. You started it back in November. Correct? Yes, it was early early November to and be exact. blew the fuck up way better than our show has done, <laughs> Come on, which doesn't take much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 oh shit! That actually literally started on accident. What's is that your uh, clip that you? That was play? the clip I was, nice. I was pulling up. All right, the, that awesome. we were talking about because <laughs> my phone is fucked up. Oh no! Please stop. Doing it's that. fine. No, it's fine. We'll um, we'll edit all this out. Just kidding. We that's don't great. No, we, we don't. don't do it. No. I do it all the time. I'm like, I'm like, I'll edit this out. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do it. I just don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I. I uh, the big thing was having uh, Phil, who does my marketing, having Phil on board was was huge. And he actually just went on a podcast the other day, and he was talking about you know when I approached him to do the podcast. And, and one of the things he said was uh, on that podcast, which I guess he had told this to me before, but I didn't remember it. Um, maybe he didn't even tell me. But anyway, he was telling the guy he was talking to, he was like, he's like, yeah, you know, when I first kind of agreed to do this podcast with Kyle, I just assumed that it would fizzle out. You know, like, you gotta, yeah, <laughs> love Thanks the, for the bonus confidence, Phil. Yeah. Appreciate like, it, man. He's, he's, you know, cause he was like, he's a great guy. But yeah, I gave it three months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. But he's like, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just want to help a friend and you know, like this is my good buddy and, and charity case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. He's like, you know, this is my good buddy. And I want to help him out, you know? And, and, uh, but you know, and, and, you know, this is good for me, but like I took it and, and ran with it. And, you Which know, is awesome. but a lot of it was his advice. A lot of it was the big thing. And if anyone's listening to this and they want to do a podcast or they are doing a podcast, but they're struggling here is like the best. Mike and I are listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love your guys' podcast. So there's, so there's two, I'll give you two kind of pieces of advice, right? So number one, goal setting, goal setting, goal setting, goal setting, goal setting, Know where you're going. We had no goal set for the show. No, right? we did. C- continued growth. That was our goal. Oh. Month over month. And that's what you're doing, growth. right? Oh, I thought it was fuck bitches get money. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That was that song. No. Oh, Sorry, guys. Shit, I fucked up on our goals, man. I, <laughs> damn it. Damn. Yeah, so so that's the goal setting. Like, people do not goal set. So, first of all, if you have a podcast, you should be goal setting. If you don't have a podcast, you should be goal setting. Everyone should be goal setting everything because again, if you're not goal setting, then how the fuck are you ever getting anywhere? You don't, true. you don't know where you're going. That's you're, you're not you're not working toward anything. So goal setting is huge, but especially if you have a podcast because you are competing with, especially in a, 
in the MMA world. And I knew this getting into the podcast, right? Like I'm like, I am competing with a lot of people. Right. There there's a, a ton of MMA podcasts. Because it's there, all there? because it's all year. Right. Right. So football only takes up a certain amount of time. So there's there's only two or three year long football podcasts. Which is why we content. just went with sports. Because if, <laughs> <Which nailed, is laughs> if we nailed everything or any specific sport down, then yeah, you we, would have these big long breaks. Right. MMA is year long. There are no breaks. There are no breaks. There's one one week here and there where there's no MMA. Or no, it's not even that there's no MMA. There's no UFC. There's still mm. MMA every week. Right. Right. There's a Bellator card that week, or there's you know an RFA card or an LFA card or whatever. Like there's something happening that week in the MMA world. Somebody's getting punched in the face. Someone's somewhere. getting punched in the face <laughs> somewhere. One hundred percent. So, so yeah. I mean, that's why there's so many MMA podcasts now. Is right. that or not even now? But there's been for a while, and, and I'm new to it, right? So I'm not even one to talk shit because when I came on the scene, I'm sure other people with MMA podcasts are like, "Yeah, dude, there's fucking too many of us." Like, well, so I'm complaining there's too many, but I'm new. So they're like, yeah, guy, there's fucking, you're right. There are too many. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, and I mean, I remember seeing it and thinking, oh, it's just another MMA podcast. But seeing the success you've had in such a short time like blows my mind because the market is so flooded with so, MMA podcasts. Yeah, so the second thing, so obviously first thing was goal setting. The second thing, just, just ask. Like, I cannot express that enough. Just ask. If you want to interview Conor fucking McGregor, just ask. Just re- figure out who you can reach out to. Reach out to that person. And here's what's going to happen, right? 99.9% of the time when you reach out to a guy like Conor or John Jones, right? The biggest people in the sport, Ronda, right? Mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time, nothing's going to happen. You're not, you're not even going to get a response. Right. But... The time it took you to send that email was worth it because there is a point zero one chance that someone's going to go, yeah, sure, Connor, Connor will right. for fifteen yeah, yeah. minutes, right? Like that's how I got the buffer interview. That literally the buffer interview was, why the fuck not? Would, Let we, me just reach out. We, we got to talk about this, the the Bruce Buffer interview uh-huh. that you did because that. That's the one that blows my mind the most is the fact that you got Bruce Buffer and it's crazy. You, you said. I literally just reached out to yeah. him. Like I, it's exactly how you thought it was. And I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know. I got to go through 30 different back channels <laughs> right. to, to, to get in contact with the guy who may know him. And then, yeah. you know, they set up something. So to talk us through how that whole thing went and how it turned out for you. Yeah. So you have to be smart when you reach out, right? So I chose to reach out once I was, you know, at least relatively established. Mm-hmm. And I knew I had good... I knew I had some good content on the back end. I knew I had good sound quality, which is a big deal if you're going to get a big name. Absolutely. They're not trying to come on a podcast where it sounds like you're... Here's my other... I'm going to give a lot of podcast advice. My number three advice, if you're going to do a fucking podcast, just do it. Either do it or don't do it. Don't have to do it. Right. Don't don't hook up to your phone and do something. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to that. Nobody does. Nobody wants to sit well, there and listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's gotten Mike. It's gotten us. Funny part about ours is... I mean, if you listen to some of our first, it's, you know, they were rough and, and then we got better. But that is actually one of the things that we've had going for us from a relatively early stage. Is, yeah, is the sound it's quality. Great. Like, people had asked us, like, yep. even though we'd only been doing it for a little bit, like, hey, what do you guys record on? Hey, what do you use? Because yep. we knew, and I know from working just with all this stuff pretty much every day, that 
if it sounds for shit, nobody's going to listen. No. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you interview the fucking president. If it sounds like ass, nobody will ever click 100%. on it. 100%. What's one of the fucking first things I asked when I sat down? One of the first things I asked you guys was like, hey, talk me through how you guys do recording because I know that you're not recording the same way that I'm recording because I record – I'm not going to say everything. But like how I, how I record <laughs> is definitely not how you guys do it. You could tell by – I could just hear it in the production. So I'm like, hey, walk me through that shit. Like – so yeah, it's good and th- and that's huge. So that doesn't mean that like if you if you can't do that, don't do a podcast, right? Cuz you should start somewhere. But what people do and and Phil said this on on the episode he just did. Phil is the guy who does my marketing if you weren't yeah, if you weren't hearing no, that I, one. Yeah, I heard but yeah, that. Well, even to the listeners. To, <laughs> let, let me remind the listeners cuz it was a while ago and I'm in, I'm uh, you know getting inebriated. So I want to make sure that everyone knows. Two or three knows. nitros deep. Folks. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're some nitros deep now here. We're so in let, date and beer let me remind you. Yeah, like, let me remind we're you. We're getting fucked. Yeah. So um, so Phil the guy who does my marketing, he was just on the on the on a podcast and he was talking about this exact thing which was you know, the biggest mistake that people make doing a podcast is they get it in their head that they can go, okay, well, I just need to start doing it, and then I'll kind of work my way up. The problem is is that nobody actually does that, right? They go into it, and then they half-ass it, right? And they go, okay, well, my quality can get better. I'll do this. Like, I'll add some production, this and that. And they do five episodes, and they realize they're putting in a lot of time. They're not getting a return on that, and then they just stop doing it. Right. Right? So, <laughs> Which is what we found out like right away. It was like – you just got to just keep going. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even if you're working out the kinks along the way, just keep going. Because as soon as you stop. But if you don't have a solid base, most people stop. Right. Yeah. So that's why I just tell people like, wait, just wait a little while. Like get the right equipment, get the right software, reach out to people who do podcasts, reach out to me. I'm not the greatest with the tech stuff, but I can at least get you started. So I can't do what what you guys do over here at Craft Brood Sports quite yet. We're going to work on that. (laughs) But I mean, I I can do the basic stuff. So reach out to me. I will. I I literally help people every single day. I get people hooked up to to get free logos done. Like reach out to me. Like anything that I can do to help people in in the podcast realm. Like because I don't view. I'm not in competition with anybody. That's how we look at it too. Yeah, like we're, right. just, we're like, yeah. Because I actually just thing. had this conversation with somebody on on Facebook where they were like, yeah. "Oh, you're trying to drive us to the competition." I'm like, "No, there. I you should check out all of these podcasts. No, like, there is enough no hours in the week, yeah, right, for you to check out some shows. Well, and there's so many podcasts that it's like, what am I? I'm competing with the world. Okay, fine. I mean, yeah. you're you're essentially competing with the world every day you wake up for anything. So to say, well, I'm competing with this certain podcast or that certain podcast. No, like I want the other podcasts within the sports genre to succeed because yeah. that helps us yeah. exactly along yeah. the way. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. When you like, guys have a good niche where it's it's beer and sports, which most people who like sports like beer, right? right. So it's a very good little combination. <laughs> like, that's where we kind of were like, <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you're not going to find very many people who are avid sports fans who also don't heavily drink alcohol. Right. Like, listen, I love baseball, but fuck beer. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, that demographic does not exist. So, yeah. I so, want, where's my wine and sports podcast? Yeah, that where's I'm my wine? I want a Where good. My artisanal. I want wine. somebody to, to break down a good Pinot Grige and tell me. <laughs> but yeah, you're, you're expanding though, man. Like, so yeah. you've been doing this for a short time, and you are already in expansion mode. Like, you are looking beyond MMA. Yeah, this, this was this has been the goal since before this started. Which again, to say like 
when I when I initially started doing the podcast, I had been planning it for quite some time. I didn't just wake up one day for the most part. I didn't just wake up one day and go, "Okay, here's what I'm doing now." Like there was heavy planning. There was yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks of build in the back end until I pulled the trigger and just did it. So this was I was always wanting to shift into this, but I'm one that says, "All right, slow build." Slow build, which it doesn't seem like that. I'm sure I was other people. Say, like, yeah, I, I understand. Now, that's at us when you're like, <laughs> I've blown up since November. Yeah, to me, well, that's the thing is I haven't blown. So part of marketing is giving giving the impression you want to give. So I give the impression that I'm a lot bigger than I really am. Right in reality, I'm 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 not where people think I am. But you know how many times we've interviewed Bruce Buffer on this show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> zero total times zero. So you know, we interviewed uh, my friends from high school. That right. was cool. Yeah, <laughs> we've interviewed my friends from back he's, home. He's, he's not awesome. even—I mean, numbers-wise, he's not even my biggest interview. I mean, numbers-wise, that's crazy. Numbers Humble regular. No, I mean, yeah, but that's what's crazy because it is like you would think that that would be like. Like that's That'd be the, the, the biggest that's your yeah. fucking Mount Rushmore, right? Like you hit that and that's it. Like call it a day, pack up, go home. But like, no, that's not my biggest interview. And in fact, it's not even number two. So Damn, that's what's so crazy. crazy. Damn. And, 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 and the one who's number two isn't even that big of a name. It's just I posted it at the right time when he was really, really heavily in the news. I had sat on the interview for a little while for no reason there wasn't any particular reason for it and all of a sudden breaking news happened and i went whoop and i released it like that day <laughs> and you know because you got to ride trends and get right, that hashtag love dude it just got <laughs> crazy traction so yeah I mean, so who was your favorite interview that you've done because you've done a shitload of mm-hmm. interviews like if anybody looks at the loudmouth mma feed you're doing weekly shows. You're doing interviews. You're doing mm-hmm. breakdowns of of upcoming recaps. I mean, you you are always on the microphone. You're it's, driving it's people. Amazing. You're driving circles around people. <laughs> like, like I, we're like, hopefully this week we could do a show, <laughs> right? Yeah, we're sitting there on Wednesday. Like, I don't uh, fucking know, man. They, these like, stories are tight. We'll ch- we gotta really gotta hope somebody does something stupid we're doing now. I gotta, now in the I gotta check with the wife to make sure I'm gonna be able to do. It. And you are like killing the game. Like you are. Always putting out something, which I think I, appreciate I mean, it, that's awesome. That's, Thank you. That's so fucking that's, cool that you're able to do I that. I mean, that's the crux of it, right? I mean, yeah. as long as you're putting out stuff, yeah, it's, it, like, you've got the content. Consume it, and it's and it's not shitty content. Like yeah. you're putting out good stuff every time. That's I have the amazing a lot part. of interviews that have never been released. That's crazy. A lot that's of crazy. and and one of them was 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 a a rather big name. And I've talked about this a time or two on a podcast, and I've never really gone into that much detail. Um, I'm probably not going to here. That's fair. Uh, but this but, isn't the platform. But, but I might. But we're I not going to get that exclusive. <laughs> no, no. This is kind of a perfect platform to do it, right? Because okay, it's then like get him a few more nitros. Get him a few more nitros. Yeah. Wait, we spilling wait, all think, the secrets. I think Kyle just. Uh, if I dissect this for a second, he's oh like, no, that's this is I this know is the perfect say. platform because nobody's going to hear it. No, so because, I can it's, say. <laughs> because it's not. It's not in the MMA circuit. That's true. So, so you know, there's going to be. We don't have specific. Specifically, MMO. Yeah, so like when I share this, like the people who, so Stefan Bonner is the guy whose interview I I shelved. Most people aren't going to know who that is. 
I as you a do. casual as a casual yeah. so Stephen Bonner is MMA a, fan. He is yeah. a, he's a very very big name um, has one of the most infamous fights in UFC history uh, the tough one finale which A was an incredible fight B it was tough one right the ultimate fighter won yeah. season one and, and it, it just wound I up being I love that you call it tough one tough one yeah. that's amazing that's it was the this, best it was this iconic <laughs> this iconic 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 fight with Forrest Griffin and uh, who both of them would go on to be incredible in their UFC careers um, but anyway, so I had Stefan Bonner on, and uh, yeah, the interview fucking didn't go well. Oh, did no. not go well. Um, it, there was not there was nothing really contentious like that never happened. But it wasn't contentious because I didn't let it get there. Like there were times where I wanted to be that way. Like there was a moment, and I really, and I've gone back and listened to the interview since. I've never posted it, but I've gone back and listened to it since, and. There's a moment where I could even hear, I could hear me getting like, so yeah, like, you know, like, like where I'm like, you can hear yeah. like, the tone of you, my you voice. You frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what I was wanting to say was, Hey dude, if you don't want to fucking do this, don't do it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it that's really what I wanted to simple. say. Like I'm not like I didn't fucking pull like go to drive to your fucking house in Vegas <laughs> and say, "Hey, get on the goddamn phone with me." <laughs> and that's how it felt. Like literally, he would give answers, and he would he would be like. <sighs> Like he would <laughs> audibly sigh, and it's like, dude. And I'm like in my head, like again, like I'm thinking shit that I want to say, like I would never say in a million years. Like he, he is, he dwarfs me, right? Like in popularity, in money, in recognition. Yeah, right. He just like dwarfs me a thousand times. But like I wanted to be like, dude. No one even really knows who you are anymore. So like. <laughs> Eat a dick. You know what I mean? Like, like no one even knows who you are anymore. You know, like that's how I felt. Cause I'm like, bro, if you don't want to do the show, don't do the show. Like I'm not making and the thing. And he was an hour late, oh, but it was, shit, it was such a big interview that I I'm waiting. I'm sitting by my computer. I'm calling. He texts me back. He's like, all right, I got this. I, t- I so I text him the other day and cause I was thinking, I was actually talking about this. I mean, now I've, I've talked about this enough to where I probably can't reach back out. Um, yeah, you can. Because this I is, think I can't because this I is like your rude Jude Floyd Mayweather moment. Like, So there uh, it is right here. So I, I did reach back out. So I'll, re- I'll read the text conversation. So I just said, and I don't, I don't even remember me, right? Yeah. So I said, I said, hey, I said, hey, Stefan. Oh, no, this was before. Hey, Stefan, receive an unknown call. Okay, hold on. So this is where it was. Yeah, he was over an hour late. So I'm like, you receive an unknown call from me. Uh, that was me who called. And then I text him another time. And he goes, ah, sorry, dude, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bro. Yeah. So that, and that was like an hour and a half later. But anyway, so I reached back out to him and said, hello, sir. This is Kyle with Loudmouth the May. How are you? Hello, sir. He said, I'm good. You? I said, doing great. Uh, I said, let's get you back on the show. Nice. First episode got corrupted. Oh, good save. Never, right, right. never able good to save. air, sadly. Let's get you back on. And he said, okay, great. Good so then, save. So then we said, so now I, I have obviously contradicted that. Uh, this is the second or third time on That's a podcast right. I've contradicted <laughs> it. But again, he's never going to fucking 
listen. I was going to say, he's, he's, he's not, not going to know. Right. He's, he's not, not know. listening to this He's one. not listening Although, to this. Yeah. Scott, we're going to tag him in the Twitter. Yeah, tag him. <laughs> like yeah. Every, every See, time I tweet at Trump to yeah. check out the episodes. Yes. Tag tag him and T.O. And, uh, or Jerry Rice, sorry. Tag him yes, and Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice didn't block us. That's amazing. I, I thought I, for sure we were getting the hammer. So I, I made sure to tag Jerry Rice and all of those. I had my favorite block on Twitter. Can I share my yeah, block? Absolutely, yes, of course. Please. My block story. Okay, so on one of my first episodes, there's a guy in the UFC. His name is Gareth McKellen. He's fighting uh, this weekend, actually. He is unequivocally the worst fighter in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's really not close. Unequivocally. And, and anyone who's listening to this who is a UFC fan just collectively went, yeah, right? <laughs> right? And they're like asking, like, hey, can I get that dude's number so I can let him know like how fucking right that was? Gareth, Gareth McQuillan... McKellen, McQuillan, McCoolan. I don't really care. He shouldn't be in the UFC. <laughs> we uh, clearly don't care about pronouncing no, names he, right he was, on this he was, show. Mike gives no fucks. Yeah, uh, I fuck up names Last week, motherfucker. <laughs> Whatever. Patrick <laughs> Subban is all that matters. <laughs> so I, okay, so I, I posted something at the beginning of this week, and I said, all right, on Twitter, and I was like, all right, you know, something along the lines of uh, I, I, I my general rule of thumb is to never pick Gareth to win a fight. And I tagged him because I'm like, what the fuck not? Yeah. So I tagged him. Um, and uh, But I haven't looked into this fight. Is this one of the fights where I'm wrong? And a whole bunch of people responded and said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, so all of a sudden, and, I, and again, I, 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 I did save this. I'm going to show you a picture of it. I, got, I, I keep busting my phone up. It's because these things are so funny, dude. These are so, amazing. So I, I posted this thing. Oh, please say it's in here. I know I sent it to him. Oh, that bothers me so bad if it's not in here. Oh, this was... Have you ever heard of Errol Hawani? No. Do you know who Errol Hawani no. is? Okay. Uh-uh. Anyway, he followed me on Twitter, and that was another one of my moments where I'm like, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, like that was one of those like, oh. Um, but We're yeah. still waiting for that moment on Carpool Sports. <laughs> right? To get like a big follow. I'm just... Waiting for it to not be one of our friends. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's oh my god! I know that's horseshit. I, I don't know who that is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, Wait, that's, we've got well, you well, you look for that, Kyle. We've got international fans, man. We oh, got Miroslav. You guys we, have gone international. It. Yeah. So we got, this week we got an email from Miroslav. Where was Miroslav from? Ukraine. He's from the Ukraine. From the Ukraine, asking for show swag, just stuff. He just wanted. He just some wanted stuff. stuff. Anything with our logo. <laughs> give give on me it. stuff. His his email was like, "Hey, it would be the most expensive thing I owned if you just sent me something with your logo." Right. It was a lot more broken. So we don't English know if we're trying to get African prince scammed. Here's the weird thing about African it: never, scammed. never once did they ask for money. That's the craziest. Miroslav thing. wasn't trying. To he get never money. He just for, wanted sway. He never asked for money. He never was like, I'll Western Union, Western Union, you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard you thing like to words. say. That's a hard thing to say when you're kind of drunk. He didn't like offer to like send us money and then like we, he would pay us back for the shipping. Like there was nothing along those lines. Uh, hang on. Let's read this tweet. So, so I said, trying to imagine a scenario where I'd pick 
Soldier Boy Inc., which is what his name is. Of course, over another, of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Over over another fighter. Haven't looked into this fight. Is this one of those times? He then liked it on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I said, oh, that's great. Why yeah. did he do that? So then I went to it. And I clicked on his name and I was blocked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he liked it and then blocked it. He, then, he liked it, then unliked it, and then blocked me. Oh, what a so, dick move. Yeah. So I uh, on the on the breakdown this week, one of the things I talked about was so I had Buffer on the show, I had Robin Black on the show, I had Steven Thompson on the show right before his title fight, which was my first title title contender. Um and uh, I think my pentacle was getting blocked by Gareth McQuillan on Twitter. <laughs> like that, I think that's where. Like, I think that Mama, was it. I made it. <laughs> Mama, I made it. Yeah, like, that might have been it. Holy shit, uh, man! Well, Kai, we we have a drunk line on this show where, yep. uh, as you know, we invite people to just call in, tell us uh, whatever, ask questions, whatever. We got a couple voicemails, okay, uh, this week. So we want to get your opinion on these. First voicemail coming through. This one is near and dear to my heart because this is a question that I would like uh, an expert in the MMA world to to weigh in on. So uh, this is our first voicemail. Neither one of these uh, guys left their name, so I, I apologize. We have no idea who the fuck's calling. No, okay. <laughs> no clue. The uh, basics of leaving a voicemail, people. <laughs> name and number. <laughs> Didn't think we have to spell you don't, that out. You don't need to leave your number. Like, I'm not going to call you. Yeah, back. yeah. But, but, but you know, still. just be like, hey, it's... And they may not want their number aired on the show. Yeah, just fair be like... Enough, to be fair. Shit. <laughs> hey, it's Mike. This is my question. But, uh, you know, whatever. They're, they're probably... a long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so here's the the first voicemail. Hey, what do you think about the uh, potential fight coming up between Conor McGregor and uh, Floyd Mayweather? Is that going to happen? And if it does, who's going to win? See you later. Bye. All right, so this is a very uh, near and dear question yeah. to Craft Brood Sports because, right. as you know, we are both extreme Conor McGregor fans in that we love his pregame press conference. Yes. We just love the his, way he The talks. pre-fight <laughs> press conferences are the greatest. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, before we get into this question, yeah. are those fake? Do you think those are scripted? The Conor McGregor pre-fight pressers, do you I, think they're fake? So um, are they scripted? No. Fake, yes, but not in the way that you're implying. I don't think they're fake okay. in that they're scripted, but I have seen documentaries with Conor. That's not who he is. So he will. He really did throw those bottles, absolutely, and was like, "Fuck, this is what I'm doing right now." Mm-hmm. But I, it wasn't. That it, makes me love him even more. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it wasn't. God because, damn, I love McGregor. But he didn't throw the bottles because he had any type of ill intent. No, it's just like this is going to be this, awesome. This is what see. we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it was in a very so very WWE sense. He yeah, is like, the man. <laughs> this is what the fuck we're doing now. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's great. Okay, so do you think the the Mayweather McGregor fight? Happens? Boy, I have gone back and forth on this, and and uh, I do a news episode every single week and I feel like McGregor Mayweather has been in like every fucking episode so like we always talk about it and I've just gone we've talked about it yeah I mean I've gone back and forth quite a bit because it's intriguing Um, so my feeling is that okay here's where I'm at okay so as I'm sitting here right the fuck now what day is it February, March 10th, February, shit, <laughs> I'm way behind, gentlemen, it is March 10th, it is 11, 2017, the year of our Lord, 2017, yes, uh, at 11.32, it yeah. is a Friday, uh, as of right this very second, yes, the fight happens, and Mayweather wins, um, I've gone back and forth on whether or not uh, the fight would happen. Right. That's but the only that's, question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mayweather wins regardless. Right. Um, the only way he doesn't win is if 
he agrees to an MMA fight, which he well, will yeah, not well, do. It's not going to be a, a boxing match, right. and, and he's going to win. And there is a, I mean, there's at least a, and this is what makes the fight so compelling, which is uh, Floyd is old as fuck. You know, he is old, man. He is old, <laughs> and he has been dropped before by other people, and even recently. So Connor's left hand is like none other. You know, it's it's worse than people who are in boxing. I mean, his left his left hand for his size is incredible. His incredible movement, incredible accuracy. If he can flushly land a couple of those, even with thick boxing gloves on, there is a chance that Floyd could get knocked out. That's the problem, though. You can't land anything flush on that's Floyd. That's the problem, right? So, so that's why Connor can't win. Yeah. But what makes the fight so compelling is that... If he's able to somehow disrupt that game, right? Because I'll tell you this much. Floyd Mayweather has never been in the octagon. Or, sorry, in the ring. Okay? <laughs> in the he's never been in the octagon, period. He, is, he has <laughs> never been in the ring. And this is unequivocal. Anyone can try to call me out on this as much as they want because they're wrong. He has never been in the ring with someone even remotely as athletic as Conor McGregor. Ever. Nobody he has ever fought is, has been as athletic as that as that man. Yeah, they have not been as uh, their movement has not been like he has never fought someone with that kind of movement. He has never fought someone with with that kind of athleticism. He has never fought someone. I don't know, man. He's Conor McGregor is a different type of animal. I get that he's not a boxer, and I get it sounds like I'm saying he's going to win, but because I'm not, I'm really not saying that. I don't, yeah, I don't believe that at all. But I do think that it's. He's got a puncher's chance. He does. He's one hundred. Yeah. I mean, well, he he is the very definition of the terminology, like the right. metaphor, so to speak, of puncher's chance. Like he is that. I mean, that's what he is. And that's. I mean, I guess that's true of any fight. Is anybody could, but with him, land, it's more but he's so. got a better chance right. yeah. of landing that punch. Like anybody else steps in the ring with Floyd, you're like, Meh, you're yeah. not gonna, you're not gonna hit it, but. McGregor has, he has the chance. never been in a ring with a guy that's that fucking athletic, man. McGregor just needs to stop athletic. spinning the plates. Is what... <laughs> <laughs> All of the plates. <laughs> Takes me back. <laughs> he a, according to Nate Diaz, he needs to stop playing touch butt in the park. <laughs> Did you guys hear that one? Did you no, know what no, I'm talking about? No, but that's so, the best. so he he does these movement drills. Connor does like he does these. That's why he has such an interesting style. He does these movement drills like every single day, where he just focuses on. He does these really weird movements. It's hard to even describe unless you just watch it. But it looks like he's dancing almost. But he's just like doing kind of weird things with his body and turning them into somersaults and handstands and leg stands and stuff. Like imagine like yoga but dancing. Hmm. Like he does these movement drills. So anyway, so he's like the weird heroin addict in the park that's like doing tai chi. You're yeah, like what that's are you pro- doing? Probably what it looks okay. like. That's weird. Except much more controlled. <laughs> yeah, much more controlled. But yeah, so before, leading up to two hundred two when they when they had the rematch. Excuse me. He um, in the embedded in video in the embedded videos. Um, which are like these series of videos that are released leading up to a fight, where to kind of hype the fight. He uh, there's you know, video of him doing this stuff. And Nate Diaz kept referring to it as touch butt. (laughs) I still am not 100% sure what that means, but I love it. I love it. 
That's good, too. Oh, shit. Good stuff. Well, we got another voicemail. This one goes off MMA, so we're going to find out your, your sports knowledge. Here. Cool. Let's um, do it. So this, this next voicemail came through. Are, are you a, a Browns fan? No, I'm a Bengals fan. Oh, but, right, I mean, good. I... I so I'm one of the Bengals fans who would, would love to see the Browns be successful. I mean, as long as it's not at the Bengals' expense, I would love yeah. for them to be successful. Although, at this point, it is kind of at the Bengals' expense with Hugh Jackson at the helm. That's uh, that's it's really rough because he's good. Like, oh, man, I would love to have Hugh Jackson as the head coach. I would have much rather gotten – I would have much rather really tried to keep him and gotten rid of Gunther because I don't think that yeah. Gunther's working out. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Well, this this question came through for you, uh, so let's see what you think about this one. I'd like to know what Kyle's thoughts are on uh, the RG3 deal and also the Browns' choice of picking up Brock Osweiler. Yeah, so, I mean, RG3 getting released was pretty... I mean, I think everyone kind of expected that. <laughs> I mean, it's it is it even is RG three. Yeah, RG three yeah. was like RG three had packed his hey, bag. RG three packed his bags week three. I mean, I wish no... I wouldn't have gotten this tattoo. That's what RG three was thinking. <laughs> did he get it? Please tell me he did get a tattoo. Oh yeah, got, well it was uh, of a his girlfriend's uh, yeah, tattoo. Yeah, it was a like lady. his girlfriend and okay. him got matching tattoos. But they weren't Browns affiliated, correct? No, no. it wasn't Browns. Nobody's affiliated. that stupid. <laughs> I don't know, man. Johnny Manziel might have something tattooed on his shoulder. Well, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of expected RG3 to get let go. I mean, that's not very surprising. Um, I had high hopes for him last Not high hopes. That's really dramatic. I had higher hopes than, than <laughs> what a lot of people might have had with RG3 going to Cleveland. Um, I thought, I hoped, I guess, that he had something left in the gas tank, and yeah, he didn't. I mean, yeah. he got injured right away, and then even when he wasn't injured, it just wasn't there. And, you know, maybe there's something there in two years or something if he can find a way to not get injured, but it seems like he is just, he's Tony Romo. I mean, he's just made of glass, and... <laughs> You know, I don't know. Have you seen the memes today? What you know, Tony Romo getting? I don't. He, well, he hasn't been officially let go yet, has he? No, oh, I think it's tomorrow, to, right? Uh, yeah, well, they were supposed to Thursday. let him go on Thursday, and they still haven't. Okay, so, so when they do let him it's go, Jerry can't pull the trigger. He's I know. Like, uh, he's so you know it's tearing he's the, him up. He's man. that that X Men meme of looking at the <laughs> looking at the photo of oh, Tony know, Romo, right? <laughs> Wolverine laying in bed. He's just like no, <laughs> he can't do it, man. He can't do it. It's gonna be so hard for him. But yeah. Uh, that's the issue with RG3 now. And obviously there's definitely has to be a skill set deficiency there. I mean, he just, when he is playing, it's not, it's not what he was his rookie year. And, and I don't, maybe that was just, what was it? Dan Snyder, not Dan Snyder back then, but it was, uh, it was the father and son. Shanahan. Shanahan's. Yeah. Yeah. It was the Shanahan's. And, oh, and maybe they just Scott's got the boy. best out of him. I mean, <laughs> maybe they just got the best out of him, and it was just weird. <laughs> Why, why you got to bring up old shit? <laughs> always, he's always living in the past, bro. He is. Like you said, bruh. Your face when we talk about shit, man. was the best. Uh, it doesn't translate well for a podcast, but man, that was the best. That was awesome. I'm cautiously optimistic. About yeah. about the, him being in the 49ers? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to expect. It's complete unknown. I mean. I can see it going... Okay, or I imagine, disastrously I, bad. I imagine he's going to have a great um, like first six games, and then he's going to lose every game after that. Uh, 
It's about, it's so, about so, what it sounds yeah, like, right? It'd actually be better than the last couple seasons. I mean, hey, if you, true. If you think about it, are you, you were, a 49ers fan? I yeah. Am. Oh, and what are you? Uh, I, I'm a Bengals fan. Have you, you grew Recently. up here, correct? No, I grew up in Youngstown, Northeast Ohio. Okay. So I grew up so as you a Browns would, fan. You should be a Browns fan. I grew what up a Browns you? fan. I should they, be a Browns fan. I okay. grew up in northern northeast ohio or okay, northwest ohio yeah. rather get this in toledo fucking right. yeah. <laughs> yeah what was that but, megan rapine <laughs> ah, fuck you right <laughs> patrick subin <That> anyways <laughs> uh but no you were you were worried about kirk cousins coming to san francisco and he's not super worried and he's not now so Thank how God. do you, are you i would rather have good? brian hoyer yeah, I, I mean, I, I was super Brian excited Hoyer. that yeah, Brian Hoyer 100%. was there. Hey, you know what's funny? Because Browns fans are like laughing at that. They're like, ah, "Oh, I know." Hoyer. I got texts from people that are Browns fans. My friends from back home, and they're like, "Geez, Hoyer!" Like, oh, you know, that is we the- never addressed the second part of that question. Oh yeah, Brian that's Hoyer. right. Or uh, Brock Osweiler. Yeah, Brock. Osweiler. Okay, let's address the second part real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Scott, shut the fuck up. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. No, no. This is this is all of us. This is all of us. You got this. So T- yeah. MMA taking over. Our <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, because you just mentioned Brock Osweiler. Yeah, we need to address that part of it, right? Like, yeah. So uh, I would like to get everyone else's opinion here. I, for one, think it was fucking brilliant. I think it was. Brilliant! What Cleveland just did. They basically said, "Okay, we'll pay, we'll just pay for a second round pick next year, yeah, and we'll just cut his ass if nobody will trade for him." The only problem. Imagine if they can pull off a trade. Imagine if they can pull off a trade. I don't think they'll be able. They to. won't. That's I'm just the, saying. What if they can? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they can, it'd be amazing. It would be. It would be the Dan Gilbert letting go of LeBron, mm-hmm. uh, like seeing LeBron. He got like that. The. The extra stuff that he got from LeBron leaving uh, was amazing. Like that helped the Cavs immensely because they were able to get compensated. Like, comp- I can't fucking talk. They were able to get additional picks for LeBron leaving, and it and it helped the Cavs. In- and then he came back. Anyways, point being, it would be amazing if they were able to unload Osweiler. I don't think they will be able to. I think that, uh, but I think it's a good move. I would agree with you that it's a good move because they don't give up anything for him. And they have 22 picks over the next two yeah. years. See, here's, it's the, here's the problem, though. First of all, they're paying $16 million for the second overall pick, which isn't worth $16 million. Probably not. And, and you've got to factor in, that's the fucking Browns making these picks. And they have been fucking horrific. I mean, that's I a fair been, point. I, that's these a picks, fair so, point. I mean, you, you get all these picks, and on, in theory, on paper, it sounds great because the more picks you have, the more chance you have to hit on these guys. But the Browns well, find let's face a it. way to not Let's hit. face it. They're not going to use all those picks. They're going to leverage those picks to trade for fine, additional guys. Remember a few in. years ago, they had two first-round picks, and they turned into Justin Gilbert, who doesn't who got that's cut fair. by the, the that's a fair they, point. Yeah. He got cut by the Steelers yeah. and Johnny Manziel, and you know you're just like, damn it. And I mean, but that but that wasn't no that wasn't to be fair that wasn't Moneyball guy. Money, no, that's Moneyball, true. I mean, the regime, Moneyball dude's in place now, right? The, and I trust the regime him. is different. I have faith. But at the same time, you just look at the totality of the Browns, and you're no, like, trust me, it I doesn't matter who's in more. charge. I They're going to Browns more. it. I I th- yeah, I think that's the the biggest worry of They're Eddie. one of those teams that could literally have every single pick for the first three rounds, and all of them would still be busts. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You'd be like, how I, the it's fuck almost, was that possible? It's almost like it's almost like it's more so just bad luck than bad decision making. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. have bad fucking luck. Now, the thing with quarterbacks, though, I mean, that, I mean. Historically, epically bad. Yeah, I mean, it is like historic. 
I mean, I mean they like, don't, they've never had a good line to no. support any type of quarterback. So that's part of it. But then, but not, like, name a quarterback who they've drafted, right, who didn't pan out that would then go on to do something somewhere else. That's because they all got beat up playing for the Browns. They're <laughs> like, even, even when they stumble into a Joe Thomas, a generational <laughs> right? left yeah. tackle, yeah. that's all they can do. They, yeah. they got that guy, and they were never able to figure out the rest yeah. of the line the entire time he was there. Where, where's Alex Mack now? Atlanta. He was, he right? was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Yeah. No shit, right? Because he's fucking good. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, which is another thing. When they do find good players like that, and I remember when they well, drafted Alex Mack, and it was you know mid-first round. I think they traded back to get him, actually. And they did it, and it was like, oh, that was the rare Browns pick. But everybody was like, it's a fucking center, and you don't, you just, you know, you don't draft the first-round center. But he played so well that it ended up being worthwhile. But again... If you have a first round center who's like an all pro center, it doesn't matter if the rest of the line surrounding yeah, you him need is complete a, you garbage. Need a line. But nothing to me, like nothing can be worse than the Bengals in free agency. <sighs> Mike nothing Brown is just such a piece ever, of shit, man. He's such a pussy. Why does nothing ever happen? He's, he sucks so bad. Like they had they had cap Do room. something. Do and something. I, and I know Bengals fans are upset that they didn't like they let Whitworth go. And Whitworth went to the Rams. I'm not as upset about his, that. The contract he got with the Rams, the Bengals weren't going to give him Ever. That. And they shouldn't. Nor no. should they have. Yeah. And that's fine. So I you, agree. You want to go get your money, go do it, yeah. man. But they didn't add anything. They don't do. They never do. The only thing they've done so far, okay, they just locked somebody up today. And I don't remember who it was. But Drake that was Kirkpatrick? it. I don't. It wasn't Kirkpatrick. It oh. was somebody else. Anyway, He's the they, only one that I heard that they so, were gonna lock. So they locked they locked somebody up today, and I don't remember who it was. The other thing they did was sign LaFell to a two year deal. That's it. That's all they've done in free agency. Yeah. Which the LaFell deal doesn't even make any sense. Go off for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is on the chop, not the chopping block, but he's on the trade block right now. Go get Cooks. Like, why couldn't we get Marshall? Like, why couldn't we get someone like that? To be fair, Marshall didn't want to leave New York. I, I mean, true. <laughs> yeah. True, true, true. But still, like, why Why couldn't, like, there has been a, Torrey Smith. Torrey Smith would have gladly come to the Bengals. I thought that he was going to end up here. Yeah. Who Who else did, did the, oh, the Jets got, yeah, Marshall and Smith. I just don't, I don't get, like, you, you no, who lose else did the, the Jets line. get? Oh, the Jets Alshon Jeffrey. They got Alshon Jeffrey. No, no, no that was the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Oh, Philadelphia. The Eagles got Why couldn't we have got Alshon Jeffrey? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're both green. I confused. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> I got like, you. Yeah. Like why? Like why could why? You're, you're my wife filling yeah, out the right, bracket. Like, yeah, like they're both green. Yeah, they're green. We'll take whatever. It. Yeah, but like why could we have got Alshon Jeffrey? I don't even want Alshon Jeffrey, and I would have rather had that. I, you know I, I can't mean? answer like, these questions, but I do have one for Mike. What? Whose butthole were you licking this week, or uh, what responses were you getting? Me? You heard me. Oh, <laughs> what oh. responses did Miss you get Cleo, this week from the Miss Cleo punishment? Yeah. Oh God. All right. So here's. Uh, Here's some bad news for you and good news for no me. responses? Not a single response from Where Nashville. Was it? Nashville. Nashville? Okay. Yeah. Because we went with Patrick Subban's play. We went to Nashville. Uh, but nothing. I got nothing on that. Um, so we, uh, as you guys know, I, I suffered a loss in the Miss Cleo picks. And I have to post the, the Craigslist Men's for Men's ad. And I lost. And uh, nothing. I don't know why there was nothing from Nashville. Like, I don't That's know. Weird. Yeah. Maybe there's just not a big scene 
for Craigslist in Nashville. So let's let's figure this out. Where do I go for the next for this week? How many ha- responses have you six? Gotten? And so you I have still have fourteen. Get- to go. <laughs> I was gonna say you it's still have so to get much. fourteen. Holy! I, shit. I'm so pissed at Whitey for picking twenty. Like he could have just done ten, but at this rate, to get us to twenty, it'll be the end of the year. I mean, we've got a ways to go before we open back up Miss Cleo picks. Fair enough. So, um, <laughs> so we can fill some time. Um, what so, about Jacksonville? You want me to go to Jacksonville? Yes. You think there's a? Uh, all right. I don't know. I don't even know if there's contingencies. I just, I just don't even know if there's a Craigslist ad in Jacksonville. I don't even know if that's a city for know. Craigslist. I'll do somewhere in Florida. How about that? Fair enough. Tampa. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> St. Petersburg. St. Pete's? I think that's where I'm going on vacation, is St. Pete's. There you go. All right. Well, that's going to make vacation weird for me. Uh, but yeah, I hope, hope they find you. I hope they somehow put on. two and two together and like, you're, <laughs> you're the one. I could tell just by looking at you you're right? that you're the one that put up the ad yes. looking for b-holes. <laughs> you want all the b-holes, I can tell. All right, you. so I'll do somewhere in Florida this week and see what comes up. But yeah, I was surprised. Nothing from Nashville. No reactions. That's so weird. We may have to rewrite the ad, man. You uh, might have yeah, to rewrite no. it. Cause I don't know I, how. Do you use the same ad for every time? Same ad every city. What, can you read the ad right now? Yes, let's read it again. Mike. Oh, God, i got to find it. it. Hang on. We're going to have to. I'm, I might be able to word it. I do, I do write. Uh, that is one of the things I do. I write in my spare time. All right. It's pulling up here as soon as the computer will, will actually pull up. This is a great punishment, by the way. This <laughs> no, is it's fantastic. It is good. This is good. It's the worst punishment. How long do you have ever? to do this for? I have to respond to 20. See, I, I, you guys always talk about this at the end, and I don't necessarily go all the way to the end. I understand. So, Those people turn off the show midway through. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm we here. get it. They're but you beer, miss, they're but you miss all the good stuff, <laughs> man. Like this is, this is where the good stuff happens. Here's the ad, and this was written by Scott okay. uh, for me to put up on Craigslist. Okay. Seeking guys with hot asses who enjoy a good old-fashioned hard time and wet, sloppy blowjobs must have a great ass, but don't necessarily need to be in the greatest shape. I'm not as vain as some of my counterparts. Just looking to sniff, kiss, and tongue out every inch of you and lick on your balls to completion. Available during waking hours, but prefer a night rendezvous. Monday through Saturday, preferably. Sundays are for rest. Winking smiley face. <laughs> Please respond with pics and stats, including age, for consideration. I okay. So the problem with the ad <laughs> is that it sounds it's too um, it sounds fake. It sounds the nose. Too, all right, here's the problem. We have to make it more realistic. Scott did research on this ad. Oh god, he that's the thing. I was he like, also was batshit crazy. He was right. also punished. I in did a way. go through the ads on Craigslist and was looking and. They were very similar. Wow. I mean, they, they, this wasn't like something completely abstract. I was reading them thinking, wow, I mean, these sound like something that a, a straight dude would do as a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> these don't sound like gay men looking for other gay men. That's how they were. And there's a lot of gay dudes that are just like, oh, all right, well, here's my dick. Yeah. <laughs> nope. nope. How, so See have you, you later. Have you kept, kept track of the amount of dick pics you've received? I've, uh, I've received quite a few. Uh, you know what's picks. surprising? 
taint shots. That's the surprising Ooh. one that got me. It's was 2017. I was yeah, not it ready is, for taints. It is, dick. It, was, is 20, <laughs> first, it is 2017. <laughs> hashtag the taint is the new dick. The first, the first response I got, I think I texted Scott and was like, I can't do this. Because it was a dude that had just spread open the b-hole. Like, here's, here's the picture. That's, that's where you're going to fuck me. And I was me. like, um, <laughs> Scott, I can't, I can't do this, man. It I was can't. during the Super Bowl I got that text. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm like, what? What can't do what? I just got the first response. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, so how terrible? That's, it's bad. It's a bad punishment. I would um, hate that. I'm really upset with Whitey for coming up with this one. That's great though. That is great. Like that's a good punishment. It is. It's solid. because like really your punishment is like. Looking at dick pics? Yeah. Well, no. Oh, having to read the <laughs> Bro, ad every week. Spread, spread asshole is... That's a pretty bad... I mean, that's a... That's the funny thing. The, that's the, rough. The responses back are very brief. It's just like, I'm a dude, I'm 36, here's my dick. Yeah. Usually, here's that's, my dick. That's like the... That's the big one. That's the The, the response every week is just, hey, here's I'm, my dick. I'm a guy that would do this. Here's my dick. Here's my dick. <laughs> and, I, and then it's a picture. And, uh... Uh... That's, That's incredible. Should, yeah. should we consume it or can it? I mean, we can. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out. Yeah. Shit. I can't even find the music for consume it or can Coming in hot. My bad, man. No, I didn't realize I had the levels up that high. Uh, consume it or can it? We're not doing a sponsor for consume it or can it. We're seeking sponsors for consume it or can it. If right you, in with your best sponsorship. If you want to sponsor Consumer Candidate, hit us up, craftrootsports at gmail.com. Craft, craft Root Sports? Yeah, Craft Root Sports. Jesus Christ, man. He doesn't even know the Gmail. What the fuck? What is this operation? <laughs> You're not going to get a sponsor if you can't even can't get even email get your right. your own email, right? They're like, <laughs> nope, moving on. He goes, and my name is Jim, and you've been listening to... Holy hell, man. <laughs> I love it's it. Crackroot Sports and Gmail. I didn't know since if we day had to do one. The same thing. That was like the first thing we set up. I didn't know if we had to do the same thing as we had to do with Twitter, where we had to do Craft B Sports. No, nope. sorry, man. Nope. I'm, fu- I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. All right. Anyways, Scott. Scott. No, you. All right, man. I'm consuming the shit out of this. <laughs> we can this is, tell. This is a damn good beer. Uh, it's weird. It's weird to drink a nitro beer that's not dark. But it's good, man. Is this beer? This good. is a good. Again, I want to say it one more time. Nitro White Ale by Sam Adams. Yeah, it's very, such very good. good flavor. It is. Uh, even after having the Dayton beer, uh, the the Broken Trolley, and then going back to it, still holds up. Yep, agree. Um, which is weird because I canned the beer that I should have consumed last week. Like that that beer was tailor made for me. This one. Blows the Breckenridge MVP out of the water. It really does. This is so fucking good. Consume the fuck out of this beer. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right, everybody else. Stopped. All right. <laughs> well, have a good night, everybody. Consume the fuck out of it. No cue. No cue. <laughs> Just quit and then win. I mean, I was hoping somebody else would jump in there and be like, well, I agree. I would consume as well. But no, nobody said anything, so... <laughs> Are we just going to get out of consumer <laughs> can? No. no. Say shit? I'm going to go ahead and say something now that it's super awkward for you. Um, <laughs> I definitely am consuming this. Like I said, it sounds or it tastes like the 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 white ale, the 
the blue moon with the orange. It definitely tastes like that. You know what's weird? I don't normally like wheat beers with like the fruit in it. I don't. I'm not normally really? on board with that. I but this. See, that's one, my that's my jam. This is so good. It yeah. is. It's, it's really. So good. It's really flavorful. It it holds up. I, Consume. I'm yep. with him. I, I first of all consume. I'm, I'm glad I get to write on this. Sure. <laughs> uh, no one even told me that I was allowed to, but I'm going to do Hell it anyway. Yeah, man. Uh, Guess always. So yes. I'm going with consume, and I'm also going to completely agree with Scott's interpretation here. I think it tastes like. I think it's a better version of a blue moon, right? Yeah, and with the orange already in there, but that kind you don't of don't have to but, add, but but kind of a, like two oranges, yeah, I think by two oranges, yeah. but a little flatter, a little easier to drink, I think, mm-hmm. a little easier to consume. Yeah, this is great. This is a great beer, man. So yeah, anyone who doesn't consider Sam Adams a craft beer, I think this is proof. Like it's yeah. good shit, right? Man. Like this is good. Yeah, shit. they do so much. Like Sam Adams is one of my favorite breweries. I know that. Beer snobs would be like, fuck you. But they've got so many beers that I yeah. just enjoy. Yeah, and that's but what so it's does a company like about. Breckenridge. I mean, Breckenridge yeah, has a lot of shit, too. There's plenty of beer companies out there that have things that are just enjoyable. But when I look at the long list of beers that Sam Adams features, I, I feel like I always can find something. There's very few Sam Adams that I walk away thinking, that was awful. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they make some good beers. And I, I would agree. I think they're. I would consider them a craft beer. Just like I said, they take risks. They do so many different flavors and so something many different that a, varieties. Something that a non-craft beer would not be. Yeah, doing. you're not going to see Budweiser being like, "Well, all right, let's do let's a try nitro, a nitro." Right. Yeah, like that's not going to happen. So it's they're they're more macro than a well, regular they craft beer. They would just. Wait for some other company to do it and then buy them. <laughs> that's usually yeah. how Budweiser rolls. Hey, that's really good. People like that. And you're bought out. Yeah. It's ours now. Yep. Agreed. Uh, so this has been a triple consume. Consume it or can it. Brought to you by Fuck You In Bev. That's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's real. Feisty. Uh, Feisty shit. little guy, isn't he? He, he? he hates people getting rid of commercials, but has no problem telling I other companies wait. to go Hang fuck on. themselves. I'm not saying I hate getting rid of commercials. I'm just saying that doesn't help the end game. Sure. Yep. That's all I'm saying on that. Which I agree with. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you for being You're here. Welcome. Otherwise, Scott and I would be fighting in this basement right now. <laughs> kind of like we do. Right? So, <laughs> you should have me on more often. I'll, yeah, I'll, you're uh, just gonna. Have, you just have to referee. The, yeah, right. <laughs> Let's get down. But dude, this was. Uh, thank you so much for being on the Seriously, show. This sure, was man. so awesome. So fun. Uh, th- I don't even care that this episode, like, people are going to be like, you really posted a two-hour-long episode? Yeah, we fucking did, because it was goddamn good content. What did I say before we started? That there was no way it was going to finish under? (laughs) Yeah. I told you. There was no way. I've never been on, I've never guested on a podcast that's ended in under two hours. Dude, it's so, it's so good. Uh, Tell us where we can check out. And so uh, tell us about the, the Loudmouth Network and what the deal is with that. Oh, the very extra cool. service. Yeah. So, okay. So there's Loudmouth Extra. Yeah. And there's Loudmouth Network. So that's actually a different thing. So Loudmouth Extra is paid content. Uh, no, it's <laughs> some of it's a little confusing, but it's because it's all like early stages. But the paid content, so the Stefan Bonner interview I mentioned. There you go. That, that bad boy's getting released. Teaser tease. That bad boy's getting released on Loudmouth Extra, and I'm going to be giving a 
couple minute explanation at the beginning, and I'm going to be going into detail. Unless he, unless he, because he said he gave me a time. I started reading it earlier. He gave me a time. I went to go do that time, and he snubbed me. So now, so now it's war. Now it's war. <laughs> now it's war. Now, now I get to do whatever the fuck I want because now I don't feel bad anymore. So now I get to just. Whatever. This is what I'm doing now. So I'm gonna make. I'm still gonna make money off his interview, and uh, you know, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that great. How that works. <laughs> so it's like. So yeah, I'm gonna be doing the live month extra. I'm gonna be releasing. There's episodes that, uh, like, I didn't release because I I did the interview, and then. Like kind of early because a lot of times I do interviews early. Like there'll be a day where I'll do six interviews in one day, and then I'll release those six interviews over the course of a couple weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know when it's closer to their fight day. But I like to just have a surplus so that way I'm not like trying to rush around to find a fighter for a card because I like to release interviews when they're more relevant so you get more plays right. and boring shit. But like you, you're trying to get plays and stuff. But uh, all about them numbers. Yeah. So there's there's <laughs> interviews that I've done where the guys got injured. So the the interviews are kind of pointless. So I never release them. Right. So like I'm gonna release those interviews. Uh, there's a couple interviews that just didn't go very well that I just never ended up releasing. Um, so I'm gonna release them with kind of an explanation as to why I didn't do it. So that's what's going to be Loudmouth Extra. So the Loudmouth Network is going to be multi-sport, and it's going to be exclusively through Facebook Live. So oh, it's going awesome. to be in half an hour sections. So, um, and I don't have an exact. I I have an itinerary, but I'm not ready to release that quite yet because shit's going to change. But basically, so think of it like this: so Monday from seven thirty to eight, it's going to be a half an hour baseball episode, and Tuesday from seven thirty to eight, it's going to be a half an hour MMA show. And then on Wednesday from 8 to 9, it's going to be an hour-long wrestling show, right? So I'm going to be doing multi-sports exclusively through Facebook Live on set times, on set days. So if the baseball episode's on Wednesday, it's every single Wednesday in that time slot, the same person. And it's going to be all on this one page. So that is the Loudmouth Network. And then kind of other podcasts. So I have multiple podcasts you're doing one with uh, with Patrick Wright, friend of the show. Yeah, the him and I are going to be doing the um, the Nicolas Cage movie review hour. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check that one out. Yeah, we're, we're going to be doing the Nicolas Cage movie review hour, <laughs> which uh, is going to be at least weekly or at least bi-weekly. We're hoping to do weekly, but we're at least going to be doing a bi-weekly. Um, and then I also have um, a couple bigger names a couple big bigger names in the mma world who are going to be doing their own shows once a month that's fucking so awesome I'll, man. I'll announce that in due time but yeah there's Good there's some you. bigger bigger mma names are going to be doing their own half an hour show once a month so it's only once a month but still it's a big deal to get them on the right. network and to get them there and to get that type of exposure for us so it's it's great and and you know we'll see where this goes my my end game is to have my own streaming service that's what I'm working towards. So this is kind of the first step. I think Facebook Live is the future. So this is that step. And, and yeah. I want to give credit uh, to, to Blake from the Loaded Joe's MMA podcast. Him and I are kind of going in, in on this together. And, and he, he was a big proponent of Facebook Live long before I started doing it. So I want to give credit to him. And him and I are going in, going in on this together. So, yeah, I think Facebook Live is the future. So, so fucking awesome, man. Well, 
looks like we're behind the times already. So I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Every week. Just the two of us grabbing our dicks. <laughs> you guys. And let me say, I mean, now that I'm ending, now that I'm ending, do I still have the floor for another second? Absolutely, man. This show is too. incredible, man. Thanks. Thank I you. love that. the show. I really, I really do. Yes. I think do it's a great that. show. Like, I'm going to keep pumping it as much as I can. Yeah, I, I think appreciate People that, should be man. listening to it. Even before I was coming on, like, I would share your yeah, show. Yeah, like, dude. You I were... wanted people to, yeah. to fucking sign up and listen. And we certainly appreciate that. Yes. It's a great We're going to continue to do what we've been doing, hopefully. Yeah. You guys have a great show. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep having uh, uh, cable troubles in the beginning of episodes and, <laughs> and, 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 fum- and fumbling through intros. Holy and uh, you know, keep keep doing your thing, keep man. Keep having guests because it's all so great. <laughs> you nailing it, kid. You guys have a cute little podcast. Yeah, I'm like, right? <laughs> You're so sweet looking. Right, right, like I like I get it. Right, like I I, I get it. <laughs> Oh God! Thank you so much, man. Uh, check out uh, thank you, Loudmouth MMA on Twitter. Right, yeah, Loudmouth MMA on Twitter and Facebook. Loudmouth MMA on SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you listen to a podcast, you can find us. Go check it out. So much good stuff on on the Loudmouth uh, on the Loudmouth Network. Uh, as always, you can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Show is Craft Brewed Sports. Hit us up on Twitter at Craft B Sports. Send us a message on the Drunk Line four four zero thirty seven Drunk. This has been Craft Brewed Sports. Cheers, everybody. We out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.